0: One, Welcome to the Brutally Honest Podcast with Harrison Barron And today I'm joined by my very good friend, John Keel Thank you, thanks for having me So, before we were talking about we were just getting deep into eBay And, uh, I mean, we'll actually, John, give us a little background of, of what you do and things like that before we go into the eBay Jeez, uh,
1: uh, I do a lot um, You know, I, I up until about three years ago, I ran a traditional career life And uh, I've got, you know, married three kids, uh, wonderful kids, wonderful wife and uh i got sick. you have to say that I, okay. I that's the truth uh i got i got truly sick of the grind i was working uh most recently uh three years ago or so in retail and i i was pulling retail hours and it was a great job great uh great income great careers in the watch it's in the watch industry and i just got sick of it and um i broke off on my own and and that's when i met you i was uh we start a, a friend of mine and i started a um, trying to be an internet startup for the watch industry. We ran it for about a year, and we just couldn't monetize it. So since then, I've been doing a handful of things. I consult for the watch industry. Um, what you know about is I do custom watches for uh, wealthy individuals, whether it's 20 watches, 50 watches, two watches, um, on the high end, super high end. And um, what I don't think you and I discussed is, uh, or I might have, is I'm starting an uh, a affordable watch website, e-com site, with a friend of mine out in Michigan. So, basically, my career is in the watch industry.
0: Nice, man. Yeah. Nice. The uh, Yeah, I had seen the uh, the Instagram post, and we'll go over all your social media at the end, because um, I definitely want to try to get as many people to, to hear about it and, and learn about what you do. Appreciate it. Uh, no, no problem, man. That's uh, my pleasure. The, I know you've worked on a couple of big projects, but what clarify what classifies a high-end watch versus a moderate watch to a low-end watch into a piece of garbage.
1: Oh, it's it's actually a great question because uh I was out in Michigan last week with the with the gentleman I'm starting the business with and the tech team we have over there that's going to be running the site and doing all that work and you know my my friend who I'm starting the business with owns a very high-end watch store. Uh carries brands like Audemars Piguet, Hublot, Tudor, uh, his brands run from about a thousand bucks a piece all the way up to a million bucks a piece. The bulk of his sales yeah the bulk of, bulk of his sales are i 'd say between fifteen and thirty thousand per watch okay so to me that 's high end and it goes much 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 higher to the ultra high and uh, john our our tech guy was sitting down at lunch in a meeting, and we were talking about our affordable watch site and my partner and i ara we were discussing um you know affordable being. Fifteen hundred dollars or less per watch. And John looks at us, he goes, That's affordable? And we said, Yeah, well gee, you know
0: Not everybody's got fifteen grand to shell on a watch.
1: Right. So but in his mind, you know, he's 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 about your age, young guy, you know, uh tech savvy guy, doesn't wear a watch. If he does, it's you know, uh My watch, it, it, pebble, something of yeah, that nature. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Something to constantly stay in the loop of everything.
1: Right. So f- for him, a four hundred dollar watch is not an affordable watch. He might be making the money, but it just not, might not make sense to him. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so we got into this whole discussion about what's what's an affordable watch. Um, you no, know,
0: right, I'm glad I wasn't the first person to fire away at a question like this. No,
1: not even a little, you know. And it's it's all relative. To be very honest with you, I I would not be buying ten, fifteen, twenty thousand dollar watches had I have never been in the watch industry. Yeah, because um, you don't
0: know most people, from what I've learned from you, not to cut you off, but most people don't know what makes a watch watch. They're like, oh, check out this new whatever, a new Movado. And, and I don't want to shit on Movado because I own one. <laughs> um, But I'm like, oh, that's like a quartz movement in there that like, it just has a battery, bro. There's nothing yeah. that gives it any value other than a little piece that could have been developed by the Chinese right. for a couple cents on the dollar and then just gets stamped with a, a nice circle on the on the face of it and all of a sudden right. it has value.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you look at look at quartz watches. Quartz watches came about in the late 60s, early 70s, and It almost decimated the Swiss watch industry, which is all mechanical watches. Now, mechanical watches have been made for 200 years. You're going to have to explain what that is for for people that are listening. Because people (laughs) I tell are like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, "Ah, all right, this is a little technical for you. Right. So uh, a mechanical watch is, you know, having made for 150, 200 years... um, and there's no gears. There's, I mean, I'm sorry. There's no, no computers, no batteries, no circuits, anything like that. It's gears, it's springs, it's, uh, it's pallets. It's all these other things that are pure mechanical, meaning you don't have to plug it in. You don't have to recharge it. All you have to simply do is wind it. And a current modern high end watch is run and and operates the same way as watches that were a hundred years old mm-hmm. um, that's what' makes that 's what makes the you know a high end watch very special is because they're literally made by hand those gears the that's springs crazy. It, it, it can take it can take for for an entry level mechanical watch it can take up to a week to to manufacture it so you you figure one person working every day, day all week and there are watches that have taken four or five years to make. You know, one single watch, um, where you have a team of four or five ridiculously talented watchmakers who are going to work every day and working on one watch for in excess of two years, three years. To um, design a watch, or just to
0: just to be able to from, produce it. Well, no,
1: no. I mean, well, from design, the design phase can t- take up to a year, year and a half, and that can happen for a simple watch even. But um, for some of these high-end ones that are mechanically complicated, meaning have other features other than the time and the date. Um, you know these guys. It could take a year, year and a half to design it, and then another year of R and D to make sure these work, these parts all work together. And then the final part of it is the people are actually making these parts by hand. And to make a little gear can take two weeks. One little gear, and these things have hundreds. How the
0: fuck do they even make those. So for anybody that doesn't know what these gears look like, because I'm sure most people haven't taken apart a part to watch, a gear is literally what maybe half the size, half the thickness of a credit card oh some Sometimes. of them some of them yeah, yeah. i mean
1: and, and plus it's smaller than uh 3 4 5 maybe, millimeters maybe at most well uh, it, there are some there are some gears that are you know if you look at the the eraser of a pencil from you know looking at it from the top that's a good that's a good analogy if you're sitting them yeah some 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 of those gears uh some some gears you could put 10 of 10 gears on top of that little eraser head so you know, it's You're talking about minute, absolute yeah. minute, and uh, you know, with technology, they're incorporating other other things now, um, like silicone uh, or silicium, which and and diamond coated gears and things like that. But that's getting really technical, and, and quite frankly, it's even boring to me. But um, but they're combining CNC machines and all these other things now with traditional watchmaking, which is quite neat, and and it it gives the watchmakers the ability to go well above and beyond what they ever could before. Jesus
0: Christ, that's and- incredible.
1: Right. So, you're starting this website with the guy. Yeah. Are you still doing it with Kevin? Uh well, Kevin and I own Hotorology NYC, which is the that's that's the business that um we we have custom watches made. Um, okay. We'll we'll between, you know, Kevin Kevin was my original partner in in my first startup which we we kind of folded um but we've we got into we fell into designing and manufacturing custom watches for people so whether you harrison came to me and said i want to have a custom watch for myself to celebrate this podcast mm-hmm. you know we'll make you we'll, we'll get one piece made for you and we'll design it help design it we'll pick the manufacturer we'll work with the manufacturer and probably a year later we'll del- deliver you a unique one-of-a-kind watch that's um,
0: crazy what is something like that i know somebody's going to be like
1: dude why didn't you ask him so what does something great, like that typically a, go for it's a great, i know it's a general question no it's a great question um I, you know that particular piece, I couldn't give you a dollar number per se, but let's pretend you base it on a five thousand dollar watch. Let's say you say, "I love this five thousand dollar watch that's out there." You know it already exists. Mm-hmm. However, I want to customize it for the celebration of uh, of brutally honest, and um, with that, you might be looking at two to two and a half times the price just because you got that piece customized. Yeah. Now the customizations, there's there's you know there's a lot that goes into those, so you'll get a, a unique piece that is. Based on a five thousand dollar existing watch, it might cost you twelve five. Um, but let's say, for instance, you were to say to me, "I want twenty of those pieces." Now, all of a sudden, the per watch cost, because we're doing multiples, um, will come down to let's say eighty five hundred yeah. from the five thousand. The more pieces you do, the lower the cost basis comes because they get to they get to manufacture the components in bulk and reduce the R and D costs on that, and so on and so forth. So. You know, for one,
0: yeah, one, boy like more you buy, the, less it, the correct. less it is
1: the one, the you know, one of the projects that I did, you know, we had a price of, uh, let's say it was, uh, for 20 pieces, it was 22, two thousand five hundred 22,500 per watch. But if they did 30 pieces, it would have brought it down to like, let's say nineteen five. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, so, and it wasn't a sales tactic saying, Hey, buy more. It was just, just it was like, strategy, look, you know, yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I'm, as I mentioned to you before we went on, um, I'm doing one for a NASCAR driver now. He wanted three pieces, uh, one for himself. He, he's a two-time champion. He's doing one for himself, one for his dad, who who's always supported him, and one for the team owner of the car that he's always oh, driven. Oh, shit. Wow. So he's going to have one for himself. He's going to have one for his dad one for his team owner. Um, yeah, so it, it's unique. Um, you know, I've been working with one guy, or I'm trying to work with this one gentleman. Um, From a company? he's a billionaire he's uh he's oh, just an individual um who who i know and have done business with before and you know he's he's he and i have bantered about doing a one-of-a-kind oh, uh, for him for him yeah. from from scratch though not not really taking an existing watch that already exists and modifying the heck out of it he's kind of thinking of designing something himself Holy shit. with its own complications his own movement things like that and that can run into the half million to a million dollar range per, just for that one watch
0: that's crazy. Yeah,
1: that's fucking. Nuts. That's a long shot that one, but if it goes, it's cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I mean,
0: hell, so, who would have thought? I mean, I know you were working at the the place, but who would have thought you would have been
1: designing watches for? You know, I I don't do all the designing. I don't do all of it. Yeah, I, yeah. I I I, you know, the typical assist and oversee. Yeah, the the typical uh, custom project is pretty neat. Um, we you know I have a consultation with with the client, mm-hmm. whether it's an individual or there's it's a company. Have a consultation say, hey, um, what's the purpose of the watch? Tell me why you're having it made, right? Once we kind of figure that out, are you looking, what kind of style are you thinking about? Are you thinking about a sport watch, a dress watch, a, uh, a watch that's just super vers- versatile? Some, you know, some companies might want a dive watch because it's a sporty company. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, we have that cons- consultation. Then one of the key components in that consultation is what what do you need to have in the watch? Do we need logos? Do we need certain colors? Do we need to... Do we need to have some kind of commemorative about a certain event or a certain thing? So I get a list of all the needs, mm-hmm. and then we get a list of all the wants. You yeah. know, what else would you like to see? You know, um, you know m- the watch might not need to be a chronograph for this project for you but you might want to see maybe a version or two in a chronograph chronograph is a stopwatch just in case yeah exactly it's basically it's basically a watch that's more sportier with a couple extra buttons and so on and so forth but you know so we have this consultation so then then what i'll do is i'll i'll take this back My, my partner kevin and i will take this back we'll powwow probably whether it be four hours or 16 or 20 or 30 hours we'll powwow about okay what brands in the world uh, we also get a budget from the client as well. How much do you want to spend per watch? About. And how many pieces and things like that. Um, but then we'll say, we'll sit down in our office. You've seen the big whiteboard we have in front mm-hmm. of us. I mean, we'll sit down and we'll write anywhere from five brands up to 60 brands on that whiteboard and kind of just start crossing them out methodically. Okay, this brand wouldn't make sense because they don't have anything in this price range. Um, or this brand wouldn't make sense because they only make dressy watches and the client wants a sporty watch. Mm-hmm. So we, we whittle it down to maybe 10 or 15 brands or however many are left. And then from there we'll kind of a, we'll have a second consultation with the with the client and say, these are our thoughts. We haven't spoken to any of these brands. We don't know who's willing and able to do it. Um but out of these, which ones do you like? We'll take it back and, and mind you, this all happens over weeks. This isn't yeah. you know, this isn't like from yeah, from morning to night. Tomorrow, right, yeah. exactly. So um then from there we'll we'll start contacting the brands. I mean, I've been in the watch industry now almost twenty years. Um I told you I was old. And <laughs> So I've been in the watch industry almost 20 years, and what most people know now about the watch industry is extremely small. It's it's multi billions of bo- and hundreds of billions of dollars, whatever it is. And there's thousands of people in the watch industry, obviously, but it's a very very small industry. Once you start knowing people, you tend to know everybody at least by second uh, step away. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know. So hey, if I, I don't know this some- guy, talk to uh, this if guy. If I don't know somebody. Like, and I I need to get a hold of them. I've got 20 friends in the industry or contacts in the industry who know this guy and are friends with him, you know. So it's not that difficult. So we'll start contacting the brands, figure out who's interested, who's willing. Um, From there, we actually start asking for artist renderings and and I'll consult that's when we step in with the brand and consult and say okay these are the things we must have these are the things we are we would like to have
0: now who does who does like the artistry the the brand itself
1: yeah in, in most cases the brand itself will say, have an in, in-house designer have. sure some companies have phenomenal in-house designers and they're they're super, super pleasure to work with where others they kind of just you know uh, bad version of Photoshop and throw stuff around but but most of the brands have fantastic designers and in one of the last proposals that the project we didn't get, unfortunately, uh, and nobody got, um, are you, I, allowed, I are you actually, allowed to say what it was for? No, okay, unfortunately. <laughs> but I, what I did was I actually took a, a, a piece of paper. I drew out the watch that I kind of had in my mind. Oh shit! Not a great drawing, by yeah. the way, but it was and and they're pretty intricate and I had I had little arrows and lines going to each little part saying this is what we want this we want the crown to be this and we want the sub dials to have this kind of finish and things like that I sent that over to the brand and you know they sent it back they sent back actually about five or six different renderings but one of them was the one that we kind of explained to them and I mean it was 10 times better than we thought uh-huh. um, and then that project just didn't go through because of uh External forces within that company, mm. um so it really had nothing to do with us, and we're working on other things with that company, and we'll see what happens. We'll Damn, see what that's happens. Crazy, yeah. So, so this got really long-winded. Your your original question is was the website we were starting for <laughs> <were> affordable watches. <laughs> hey, man, I love so, I love hearing the tangents. I just learned a well, whole lot. Oh, and we'll go. I'm assuming that
0: everybody else that just listened is probably like, holy shit, I want. I'm, um, I'm sure I'm probably going to get a text message like, dude, t- I know
1: he told you what fucking brand was it? Whatever. So I'm just I'm I'm most of the or i should say a fair a fair number of projects i work on are are confidential um a lot of these clients just have a ton of money and don't want people to know um you know wh- one of the biggest projects i've done was for somebody who runs one of the biggest com- companies in the industry and i did it for him personally and he's a very public figu- figure so the last thing he wants out there is that you know he's spending a half a million or a million dollars on a handful of watches you know it just doesn't need to be happened so confidentiality is a, is a big thing um, so, but the original question was, we were talking about the affordable watch site and then you asked if I was doing that with my partner, <laughs> Kevin, who, Kevin and I are, Kevin and I are partners in Hot Horology NYC, HHNYC, which does the custom watches. The affordable web, website is, um, that's going to be called Watch Gauge, which used to be our blog. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's, uh, uh, two friends of mine out in Detroit, out in, uh, Birmingham, Michigan, Michigan, actually, um, Ara and Armand Duroction. They own Duroction Jewelers in Birmingham. Okay. Super high end store. Um, they've got their own in-house IT, uh, that we're going to be, uh, you know, utilizing. What's going to happen is because I'm here on Long Island in Sable, I'm going to get warehouse space, probably very close to where we're sitting right now uh, in this Knickerbock area. Yeah. I'm going to get about 1500 feet of, uh, warehouse space. I'm going to run the physical operations. I'm going to be doing all the shipping, receiving, uh, inventory, anything like that. So you guys are going to do mass buying and then selling well, on, yeah. your, on your new website? Yeah. So it's basically going to be like any any other e-com site, which a lot of, you know, there are a lot of them out there. We're going to specialize in watches that are anywhere from 100 bucks to maybe $1,000, $1,200. Uh-huh. Um, you know, we've got a handful of things that we're going to throw into there that's going to be quite different than what other, other e-stores are doing. Uh-huh. Um, and I, at the moment, would prefer not to get into what those are because... I got to have a couple of competitors out there that I don't need to know what no, I'm, we're going to do fine. yet. Um,
0: that's fine. Hey, after you launch, man, we'll get. I'll get you back on here. And we'll get the word out. For,
1: absolutely, for you. yeah. The um, that's going to launch. Uh, we we're we we're hoping for July. Nice, man. Yeah, July of this year.
0: Nice. A couple months to get the get the whole thing ready and, and whatnot. And hey, when you're around the corner, let me know. We'll uh, we'll, go out, we'll go out and have a uh, a, a liquid li- lunch. Uh, yep, a liquid lunch. You got it. The uh, some some Bud Lights with the uh, the tops cut off, thanks to Draft Top. Hmm. Um. Yeah, that thing is. If nobody's ever heard of this thing, what is it called Draft Top? Yeah, Draft Top. The uh, the owner of it I had on my last podcast, Sean Kelly. Yeah, uh, super super cool guy. I wish, I wish I could meet him. He lives in Georgia, um, so one of my goals one day is to be able to uh, fly him up. Yeah, fly him up and <laughs> and have him come hang out for for a day or two. And I mean, he's close enough that he could take a trip, a day trip or whatever, a one night trip. But right. uh, that's the goal. I mean, he seems like a super cool dude, and then he's got his partner Armand in in uh, New Jersey. Um, the uh, and they they had both originally. Been to uh, together when they designed this, and then um, he had moved down south, and Armin had a kid, so it was kind of kind of difficult. At least that's what he had he had told me. So, but uh, super nice guy. I mean, this was a Kickstarter campaign, and I was like,
1: this is the coolest thing. I was I was just gonna say. I mean, I've never heard of this thing until I walked in the room. What twenty minutes ago? Yep. It's this industrial for, for for I guess the listeners who have no idea what it is either. It's like this industrial heavy duty. Mechanism you put on top of the beer can. Yep. You turn it around a little bit. Next thing you know, the top of the can's off. It's smooth as hell. You'd think you, you know, yeah, you think, think you'd think cut your you lips off. Lips open. Sure. They're like,
0: oh, I don't want to try that. I'm like, just feel with like your finger first. And immediately, that's like,
1: right. That's a, that's exactly what I did. I wasn't putting my mouth on it before I made sure it wasn't gonna yeah. slice me open. And, yep. uh, and sure as hell, you you know, you're drinking this Bud Light like it's in a glass and not in a can, which but it's still in the can with the top cut yep. off. Yep. This thing's cool as hell, though.
0: The uh... no, it's definitely pretty cool. So, and then before that, we were talking about eBay. And it actually, the guy just paid me. You can go grab another beer. Right on. uh, But the guy had just paid me. And what I was selling was, uh, I I just realized that I was listening to a podcast one day. And the guy was like, oh, you should try, if you're looking for extra money or you just have too much crap, start selling stuff on eBay. And I had (laughs) never sold anything on eBay before. I don't even think I've bought anything on eBay because I was like, oh my god, eBay is like... I don't know when I'm going to get it. I'm like, Amazon has two-day shipping. I don't know when the hell I'm going to get this stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, an, I'm an Amazon else. guy, big time. Oh, my God. So, uh, and I, I just sold the Chive wallet. Um, if anybody doesn't know the Chive, it's a... Um, yeah, go for it. The uh, It's a app on your phone, and they have a website called the, uh, the Chive, and there's another website called the Chivery. Go for it. And um, they have like it's like photos and this that and the other thing and it's pretty cool if you haven't seen it i would definitely recommend going and check it out but um the they make wallets and i bought a wallet a couple months ago i bought two of them i bought a bifold and know a, a, my buddy keeps saying it's like a, a, front, a front pocket wallet i don't know if that's actually a real thing but that's what he calls it and i'm <laughs> like all right I'll, I'll go with that front pocket wallet sounds yeah. great and uh i was like i don't want this bifold anymore i was like it's really cool but i'll never use it and i was like you know what let me see if I can sell it. So I bought it for like thirty five dollars and I just sold it on eBay because no nobody has it. It's like I almost don't want to sell it even though somebody just bought it because I'm like, This could make this may go up in value, but I just sold it for like seventy bucks and I'm pretty stoked about it. Right on. So and
1: uh Did kind of, you did you have to set up like a PayPal and all that stuff?
0: I did, although I had set it up for something else. Right. I can't remember what it was, and then they're like, Oh, sign in. So I punch in my credentials and yeah. it, it opened right up and it was like, Welcome to PayPal like yeah show me my account my name my everything and i was like i did this already once and i was like oh, sounds sweet good. so That's just sweet. uh yeah I, no. i'm
1: not i'm not i've never been an ebay guy i'm I like
0: never was too but now it's like yeah i made i went i was cleaning my room the other day and i was i just found all this shit yeah that i don't use like i had
1: your old your old flashlight yeah <laughs> yep well oh,
0: they're going for top dollar and uh, <laughs> the um but i had like usb mics the old the old ones that me and cam had started out on um, wallets, cables, this, that, and the other thing. Old keyboards. I just sold a Mac mouse and and charger. Then I'm like, I, I bought all the stuff for because I had it, and I'm like, I don't use it. And I spent, I think I spent like sixty or seventy dollars on the Magic Mouse from Apple. It's the blue. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know what that is. It's the stupidest mouse in the world, and I hated it. But <laughs> it's the only mouse that works with. Apple. Okay. With Apple products. Right. Right. As, as far as I know, somebody's going to be like, "That's a fucking lie." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you're going to get called. But uh, out yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get called out. But I bought an extra charger too, and I'm like, "All right, I sold when I sold the Mac or no, the Mac broke. I had to give him back the char the original charging cable, but I still had an extra one. Right. That was like sixty bucks. I'm like, sure. All right. Not only is it losing value in my room, but it's just taking up space. And I um, was like, it works. I don't want to throw it out. Sure. Like, that makes me feel so... I I was like, I'd rather give it away. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if absolutely. anything. And I was like, gonna oh, let me throw it up on yeah. on eBay. If nobody takes it, I'll just post it on Craigslist. Hey, come pick this up, whatever. Right. And uh, sure enough, like, I put put it up, and like a couple hours later, I started getting bids on it, and I was like, holy shit. I mean, I sold it for like 15, 20 bucks. <laughs> it but doesn't I was, matter. It's fun. Yeah, I was like, all right, course. You're
1: going to quit your job, and you're going to start going to like garage sales oh, just, to, just, totally, to, just to hoard up totally. and so you can be like an eBay king. <laughs>
0: the uh, But I, ne- I never realized how much and I, and I never thought like I'm like oh I have all this crap in my room and then my girlfriend was like you have so much shit in your room that you don't even use and I'm like no I don't <laughs> and she starts going through and she's like you don't even use this and I go but it looks cool yeah. and she's like y- your Partridge so? family album or yeah, yeah. <laughs> just stupid crap and I'm like I have a whole draw 95% of it was like full of like like my like um what is it? Not the uh, the covers for these mics, but it was.
1: Oh, uh, I uh, know the the screen the, that goes yeah, in front. Yeah, screens that
0: go in front. And I'm right. like, I bought them all for whatever ten dollars piece. I don't care about that. But I was like, they're not even they're being
1: used, taking up space, and
0: they're brand new. And now they're just yeah, they're taking up space, and yeah. it's not it's not like a book that's easily stackable. They stack like shit. And I'm like, I just got to get rid of these things. So they didn't sell this time. So I'm gonna lower the price, and I just want to get. I'd rather put it in somebody's hands. They you work. Know,
1: put up put try them on uh, on, Letgo. on let go. Try that try that let go. I, you know. Same. I just have crap everywhere, and you know, my wife is, uh God bless her. She watches all these home home renovation shows and fixer upper and all this crap, and uh and you know, it's she loves these shows, and I happen to love working with wood, so like I'll build shit that she'll see on the show, and it's like that's like my downtime hobby, yeah, you know. Yeah. But I
0: got I got set you up with one of my buddies. He lives in Sable too. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, I love that
1: crap. I just I'm just building from my partner Kevin. I'm just huh. building a desktop right now. Oh, are you? Really? It's coming out pretty sick. Yeah. So, but she's also, she'll see like a, a, a ninth I mean, a 18th century uh, mantle getting oh. thrown out in the garbage and I'm, I got to go trek over it and pick it up and yeah, throw yeah. it in the car and that's going to be the next project. When we first, we moved to Sable about three and a half years ago. When we first moved here, um, she saw a couple blocks over this big, huge, heavy, solid oak door with, with stained glass and she's like, you got to go pick it up. And I'm like, what are we going to do with it? The- fucking a big oak stainless it's, I'm like, what am I gonna it's doing? like oh let me throw it the back right of the she car. said well we can turn it into a tabletop and blah 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 so i was like all right whatever so i go over and i see this thing and it's it's first of all it's like 40 inches wide and it's That's like huge. eight feet tall it's enormous and it's solid oak i went to pick this thing up i almost busted a nut <laughs> and so i finally get this damn thing in the car i drive it home and i need help i need like two other people to help me get it up the driveway that stupid door has been sitting in my garage for three and a half years. So we were going, cleaning out the garage. I'm making, like, new hockey racks and all this crap in my garage with my kids. We're uh, trying to create space, bike racks and also all this other crap. But this fucking door is sitting in the back of the garage. Still. and it is, Oh, my God. And I'm like, you know what? I'm getting rid of it. So I was going to drag it to the curb, and I'm like, I don't even want to carry this thing out to the curb. You know, my driveway is 120 feet long, whatever it is. I don't want to, yeah. you know. So... My neighbor's like, you know, why don't you put it on Craigslist or Letgo or something? I'm like, Letgo? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's that commercial. You know, you take a picture and somebody picks it up in like 30 seconds later. So I was like, you know what, fuck it. It's like a, you know, Sunday afternoon. I'm like, all right. So I downloaded the app.
0: And When, I, you, when you're at Letgo, you could, you could charge people too to like come grab it or no? Yeah. Oh, so, shit.
1: so I took a picture of this thing. It was the most horrible picture in the world. And I didn't even have to put a description in. I, I take the picture, and all of a sudden, the damn, the damn app says, "Oak, you know, solid oak stained glass door." Are you serious? I swear to God. And you could you could take a picture of almost anything, and it throws the description in there for you, right? Holy so you don't have to do it. All you have to do shit. is yeah. It's, it's it's scary. It's actually. I was going to take a picture of myself and see what what this what this app had to say about me. You know, you know, so, free <laughs> old, old dirty Please. bastard. <laughs> Please take home. Yeah. So. So uh yeah, so I I I put like, you know, I was like, oh, I don't know what the hell this thing's worth. It was garbage. So I put fifty bucks on it, and I continue to work on the rest of the garage. And then all of a sudden, like ten minutes later, my phone starts buzzing, and I had two people like trying to come over to buy this damn door for fifty bucks. So all of a sudden I'm looking around the garage going, Holy shit, what else what other garbage do I want to throw out? <laughs> so I put up this old heavy bag that we had. I put up a handful of things. Long story short, is You get a lot of contacts. I did have two or three people flake out on on a couple, which is fine. And uh, whatever didn't like, I plan on throwing the shit to the curb anyway. Yeah. So whatever didn't sell, I ended up just dragging down to the curb like five or six days later. But excuse me, that's I mean, totally. It's it's worth just taking a shot. I mean, if nothing else, you got you got to see the way this damn app, you know, puts in the description of the freaking product. Yeah, I gotta
0: definitely get that up. Yeah,
1: I mean, I wouldn't recommend selling any expensive products, just people come over and rob you.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! You don't yeah. want them to know what you have. But.
1: Well, it's just just like Craigslist, you know. I remember years ago, I had this, I, I was between cars, and my wife, we got my wife a new a new SUV, and and her old like I was, I just didn't know what I wanted, so she had her old SUV. I'm like, oh, I'll take that for a while. It was uh, a Nissan Xterra, I think it was. Okay. So I'd never heard of Craigslist, nothing like that, and I was hanging out drinking a couple beers with my cousin and. You know, I, I went to his house. He just bought this house maybe a year prior, and we're hanging out out front. And he had these huge hedges lining the street out in front of the house. You couldn't even see the, uh, the house. So I pull up, and all the hedges are gone. I'm like, dude. I'm like, how much work was that to pull those hedges out? It was like a hundred feet of these things, two hundred feet or whatever. Oh, 150 feet. He goes, bro. He goes, I called a tree company. They were going to charge me like three grand to to cut all these things and kill and get the roots out of here. I said, dude, that you know we could have done that. You know, I would have spent two days drinking beer and doing it. Yeah. And he goes, no. You know what I did? I go what? He goes, I put them. I put new. I put uh. I put fully grown hedges on Craigslist.
0: Get the fuck.
1: <laughs> he goes free, right? Just take it. He goes holy. He goes, I had about eleven people coming to my house with shovels, digging up these fucking hedges and throwing them in the back of trucks. He said, so I instead of spending three grand. <laughs> He goes. I had a bunch of people come and dig them out for me. I sat. I sat on my deck and drank beers and watched them dig them out. I, I almost swept my pants. So, so with that, and I put.
0: He, he just didn't make a nickel, but he didn't lose anything. And right. He all, to do anything.
1: all he had to do was fill in the holes with some new, new, uh, Holy new dirt. Yeah. Shit. I always left my ass. So now, anytime I, you know, I need. I was like thinking if I have, if I want to have a pool dug, do I have a bunch of hey, free, free dirt? Come pick it up. You know. I, I don't know.
0: You know what? It's probably crazy. <laughs> it's worth trying. But the uh, I was just I was talking to. Uh, I'll probably get him on the show, but I don't want to mention his name just yet, but I was talking to a family friend of mine, and he was telling me that, you know the project that they're doing up in Stony Brook University?
1: I have no idea.
0: The, uh, they're doing a huge project over, uh, not Stony Brook University, Stony Brook Hospital. They're, they're adding on like these two gigantic buildings. All right. They sold the dirt. Oh, yeah, sure.
1: For $3 million. Oh, Sure. Sure. Somebody's, I'm sure somebody's going to be like, that's
0: fucking wrong. No, no, the, you know, shit.
1: it's the concrete guys. It's the concrete guys. They're buying all the sand and gravel and shit. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's $3 million. And mm-hmm. I mean,
0: I'm mean, i sure it was. It was a whole lot of dirt, yeah. apparently. But I just couldn't believe that well, you, somebody paid and you, took
1: it out of there. You have to think about the, the concrete companies. That's what they're doing. Is they're hauling around sand and gravel. Yeah. Right? And, and they have to get that from somewhere. You know, you never really think about it, right?
0: You never, I mean, I never thought of it. You know,
1: and, and the concrete company and the sand and gravel guys are usually two different guys. Yeah, you know, I knew a guy, and we were, you know, he was a client of mine at one point. Now he's selling him watches and whatever, and he's super guy, dynamite yeah. guy, I love him. And I am like, what do you do? He's, I like, am in sand and gravel. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean you are in sand and gravel? What is what do you mean? He goes, I transport sand and gravel, and I am looking at him like, faced, like, I'm, like. like I am like I am looking at him like I have drool coming out of my. mouth. I am like, what? The, what are you talking about? Yeah, and that's it. Turns out that these guys make freaking huge money getting the sand and all the crap that the concrete guys needs to the concrete plants. You don't think of shit like that. You don't think, how does the sand get to the concrete guy? You don't. I mean, you but know. this guy's making. I had another client once who, I one of my biggest clients ever. The guy made nuts and bolts, and I'm like. What do you mean? Like like little nuts and bolts that you put like a desk together with? He goes, no. He said, you ever, you know, he goes, out in the parking lot, those big, the big like uh, lights in the parking lot lights, mm. you know, the ones that are 20, 30 feet tall? I yeah. Said, yeah. He goes, he goes, if you, you know, they're put into that concrete base with nuts and bolts. He goes, I make those nuts and bolts. I go, how much money can you make making nuts and bolts? He goes, when every single uh, uh, parking lot lamp has my nuts and bolts in it, he goes, it's a lot of nuts and bolts. <laughs> I said, every He's like, and he, he had like 90% of the market. He had 90%. So every time you go to a mall, you go to a shopping, shopping center, anywhere, the nuts and the freaking bolts holding up that that light is Man. this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the guy's guy coming in. I'll spend 130000 on a watch. Sure, why not? And I'm like, from nuts and bolts. Oh. Another one of my biggest clients in the world, and this is no lie, was making, he, he owned, he leased, uh, hundreds of thousands of acres in the south asian sea to harvest seaweed that was utilized in like skin skin care products and shit so he owned he owned the rights to farm like hundreds of thousands of acres the guy was making seven bucks a pound of seaweed harvesting hundred thousand pounds a week guy's making seven hundred thousand dollars a week harvesting seaweed
0: and that's all profit
1: Oh, well, no, he's got the cost of the boats and yeah, this, yeah. but at the end of the day, if he's profiting, you know, if he's profiting 100, 200 grand a week,
0: that's, that's f- a lot of money on seaweed. On seaweed, and it probably grows back by the time he. Oh, I think by the, the time he,
1: yeah, by the time he gets, you know, two miles away, the shit behind him's already grown. That's fucking. he's so printing money. It's literally printing money. <laughs> Holy, that's one of the. I'm mind blown right now. One of the favorite things about about my career is talking to people and figuring out what the hell they do. You know? One of my favorite things in the world, because I deal with, a lot, I've always dealt with a lot of clients. Most yeah. of them, they're buying watches. They're not, I mean, I'm not... I'm not doing surgery on these people, you know, and so it's a pretty easygoing gig, you know, and generally people are there for a good reason.
0: Yeah, it's not like somebody's crying to you saying that,
1: "Yeah, oh, somebody's dying. Like Please I just p-. lost their finances in the stock market or anything like yeah. that. Right. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Yeah. You know, That's they're either so celebrating funny. something or wanting to treat themselves, you know. So, but a lot of these people have tons of money and, 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 and honest to goodness, I can give a shit less about money. Yeah. Like, I mean, everybody wants it and so on and so forth, but just because somebody has money, I'm not impressed at all. Most of the time, I'm actually anti-impressed because a lot of people I know who have money tend to be jerks. Yeah. What I'm really impressed with are the people who have made a lot of money for themselves, and they're still the same people. You know, they're that's they're crazy. They love to sit down. They're the same person they would have been if they if they were making fifty, hundred grand a year. You know, those are the cool people. But you know, one of my favorite things in the world is what what do you do? You know, how do you do it? Yeah. How'd you get to where that's you are?
0: that's part of this whole this whole podcast, it's, right? It's the same thing. It's, I want to know about you and what you're doing and. And not even how you make your money, but like no, 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 just, what, like what are you, what are your passions, and what, obviously you have a, a serious passion for timepieces right. um I mean that, that, that your Instagram alone says it says it enough, and then no. the stories that you share, and I know I don't know if you want the people to know so I'm going to tell them anyway, but <laughs> your, your timepiece on your shoulder yeah. the, the watch movement i mean yeah. that's that's a that's a die hard yeah die hard watch yeah. lover so i mean when you when you go to that caliber. That's when you, that's part of the reason why I seek you out. I was like, John would be a great, great guest. And I was like, he can educate people. You're very knowledgeable. And you, you don't talk at a caliber. I've met, I've been dealing, I i shouldn't say I've been dealing, but I've met a lot of people where they only know how to talk about what they know, but only at the caliber of that, of their knowledge. Like I could relate cars, I could relate right. computers to cars and this, that, and the other thing where most people are like, oh, I can, I can figure that out. But there's so many people I've dealt with. That are they just don't get it right, like they don't they just they just don't understand anything that comes out of my mouth if right. it doesn't have to do with their
1: specific industry, sure, sure, I mean if you start talking to me about techie stuff, I could follow you along provided you can explain it, and a person like you know an idiot like me <laughs> can understand it um you know it, it's funny a lot of a lot of watch guys are they they think that the knowledge makes them better than everybody else, Where and what I mean by that is i I'll start talking to somebody about watches, about a brand about this or that any other. You know, particularly some of the clients who you know who sit on the internet and do nothing but like study this one particular watch they want to buy and they're obsessed with it. And all of a sudden they come in and they start rattling off the the millimeter length of the hands and the and the movement in it is a uh, ETA twenty eight ninety two dash four three blah blah. And I'm like, it's yeah, it's an ETA. It's 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 you know like some people immerse themselves so much in this knowledge and then all of a sudden it's they lose like the fun. oh my god. And a lot of salespeople do too. A lot of people in the in the, in the industry. They don't know when to shut up. They don't want to talk to somebody like they're a person. Yeah, you know, it's all it is is facts about the and and they get into so many facts they bore the hell out of their own client. You know, so it's I don't get that techie into the watches. I don't know how many millimeters a hand is on a particular watch or Who you know cares? or or if a particular model was made between 1974 and 1979 with this face and then they change it to that. I mean, you know, that's not my that's not my love. My love is is. Is just really the craftsmanship behind it, the, and and more than anything else, the people involved yeah. in it. Um, the other thing is too is I'm not a big fan of watches. Everybody knows about which is, which is kind of strange because every time I talk to people who have no idea about what I do or or the industry, they're like, well, you know, hey, what do you do? I'm in the watches. Oh, you know, I'm in the high end watches primarily. Well, oh, you mean things like Rolex or Breitling? Well, yeah, you know, I've dealt with those companies and and brands like that, but. Those aren't the kinds of things that get me going. You know, I mean Rolex makes it's they never publish the numbers, but Rolex is rumored to make about a million watches a year, give or take. Damn. That's Breitling is Breitling I believe is somewhere north of 750,000 watches a year. Fantastic. They're great brands, great watches. But at the end of the day, either everybody's got one. Or everybody wants one, or there's a copy on a uh, you know a, a knockoff on somebody's that wrist. That drives me nuts. The knockoff uh, market, fucking fake watches for fake people. That's I mean that's 100% my belief. I, can't I ex-
0: drives me insane. And I, I th- and I don't know if I called out the individual, but it was an individual a couple weeks ago, and I was like, oh, I was like, why wow, you have a nice Rolex on? And they're like, oh, thanks. I go, I don't think I <laughs> don't know I don't know what you do. But I don't think you can afford that watch because I know that watch is probably about twenty grand new, and even if you bought it used, you would probably get it for fifteen, right, right. fifteen to twenty. And I'm like, is that a fake Rolex or is that a real Rolex? And I'm like, oh, it's fake. And I'm like, I'd rather wear a G Shock. I, I I know, I, I, and I feel the same way. And I'm yeah. like, and they're like, oh, but isn't it nice? I go, <laughs> it's not real, right? No, not, yeah. it, it's not. And it, I don't care how much the watch costs, but it's not. It's not re- like you're right. just wearing it because you're superficial. You're not wearing it because you don't actually love love well, what that's, it is.
1: That's that's the thing is that you know what I was getting at is that I'd rather have a watch that's excuse me, whether it's ten grand or two grand or or fifty bucks that I happen to love it for some particular reason. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I can often get as excited about a hundred dollar watch as I can about a twenty thousand dollar watch. Let's let's just get this straight too. I don't have a collection of twenty thousand dollar watch. I just don't. Yeah. Um. But. You know the bottom line is I can get excited about uh, I you know I got a Shinola uh, which is a cool cool company based in Detroit. Um, their watches range from five hundred to twelve hundred or so. Mm-hmm. But I was so stoked getting this Shinola. You know it's uh, this is about three years ago or so, three and a half yeah, years ago. Oh, uh, that's so cool. Um, you know the story behind the company's cool. That's what makes <laughs> it cool. Uh, okay. Um, you know, but the the fact is I can get a, I, I'm more excited about this five hundred dollar watch than I had about many other six thousand dollar watches I've had. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I often either... How the hell do
0: you even spell Shinola? Uh,
1: S-H-I-N-O-L-A. Yeah, it's like shit from Shinola. <laughs> that's, that's how they named the company. Rumor has it. Really? The, the, the story I heard, yeah. They were... All right, so I'll give you the kind of a quick rundown as I know it or as I was told it. Uh, so if there's any fanatics out there... Is it in Detroit? Is that what you're talking they about? They are in Detroit. Oh, so no, so, so from, from what I understand, a handful of uh, super wealthy dudes who are in Detroit. I mean, obviously everybody... First everybody knows everybody knows Detroit yeah well it's super cool and They're
0: they're definitely unique there's no doubt about that and you know
1: what they're assembled in Detroit by Detroit people right so I'll give you the rundown real quick as again as I know it I don't know how much of this is exact fact or how much was made up for marketing purposes but the rumor I have is a handful handful of guys wealthy wealthy guys in Detroit area said you know what we need to revive this downtown area Okay, we need to we need to bring manufacturing back to Detroit. You know, Detroit was the home of of uh, Ford, Chevy, Pontiac. You know, Chrysler. It, yeah, it, well, it not only automotive, but they did a, a shit ton of other manufacturing there to support. These
0: are some really cool watches. Yeah, they are. So, wow. so I'm, these I'm impressed.
1: these guys said, you know what? Let's let's start this initiative. We'll we're gonna we're gonna start a company that's gonna work with leather goods and watches. So what their plan was is that they were bringing in. Watch components from Switzerland, the like watch movements. They were having the cases made and things like that. But all these parts would end up in in Detroit. Now, typically, when you order a watch movement, you know what's inside of it that it makes it work. When you order a watch movement, you know as a brand, as a company, you order watch movements. They usually come fully assembled. You know, they're full, all you got to do is drop it in a watch, throw a dial on the watch, and you know yeah, you got a you know. watch. What the, what Shinola did was they had these watches. The movements come completely disassembled, unassembled. Yeah. So. They've got master watchmakers that they brought in from Switzerland.
0: Now are they they're all um, automatic. Or no, they... no, no. A lot of quartz. A lot of quartz. Okay.
1: Um, they have. I, I, they're not even that deep in the mechanicals yet. Okay. But they will be. So, but what's cool is that they brought these inner city Detroit youth kids, right? Who yeah. who who may or may not have had major opportunities elsewhere, um, and they trained them in the art of watchmaking, right? With that, as these watches were coming in, the parts, the components, the cases, the dials, the hands, the movement, the crystal, they were getting these inner-city Detroit kids to assemble these watches from scratch. So these kids were going through an actual education of, let's say, 12 months or 18 months of how to assemble these watches from scratch. Once they completed the program, Shinola hired them. So wow. they're not only giving these kids an education, but they also hired them to as employees. So many of the top employees, this is going on what, six years now mm-hmm. or so, give or take. Most of Chanel's employees are inner city Detroit kids who have learned from the brand and developed with the brand and became employees of the brand. Um, That's
0: incredible.
1: Yeah, so rumor has it, way, way back when this company was starting, a couple of the guys who were starting the company, wealthy individuals, were sitting around discussing specifics and one thing they needed to come up with is a brand name. And they got into an argument about two different brand names or something like that they were talking about that they thought that would be pro- appropriate. One guy yelled another. He goes, "You don't know shit from Shinola," and from there, one of the guys said, "That's it. We'll name our company Shinola." Shinola was an old shoe polish company back yeah. in uh, World War II, World War One area <laughs> and era, and so they bought the rights to the company name. They bought this old, rundown building, and they created this company. Now they make bicycles by hand. They do leather, like high quality leather goods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, the, the Shinola. watches are beautiful. That's, That's and, incredible. And I was out in Detroit, as I mentioned last week. I was out there visiting my, uh, my partners, Ara Ar and Armin, um, and we visited the downtown area, and it is the coolest place I've been in, in an inner city almost ever. It is so, they, they had the most phenomenal restaurants. They've got crazy entertainment where six years ago, seven years ago, if you walked down through that neighborhood, you would have gotten robbed or killed. Um, this, this downtown, so I don't want to hear anybody ever talk shit about Detroit. The one thing I know about Detroit is if you challenge them to something, you better get the hell out of the way. They're going to do it. Yeah. Um, and, and it's funny because I've been friends with a handful of guys from the Detroit area for 20 years now. One of my best buds in the industry, aside from my business partners, this guy, Michael, he's out there too. He actually moved from the UK there. I'm like, why the Frick, we end up in Detroit. You got the whole United States. You can settle anywhere.
0: Yeah. You're in Detroit. You Detroit.
1: He said, John, you don't you don't get it. There's no place in the world like Detroit. And I and I really didn't get it. I, and last week I was in awe. I'd been to Detroit many times, but I never really experienced the city and the people. If there's one thing I learned that there's no faith and like love for a city like the guys from Detroit that I know. And uh and we we ate this place called Maru. Uh in, te- right in downtown you can see the Joe Louis Arena that's closing down with the Ooh. Detroit Red Wings play. Uh right from there and uh one of the best meals I've ever had in, in my entire life. Um sick place, but Chanel Chanel is uh is a part of this revitalization of of Detroit and, and and to be honest with watchmaking revitalization in in the United States which you know we used to do a long time ago where we just don't any longer. So it's uh it's a pretty cool company.
0: That's super impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, and i did, don't even did you actually go there by injury? i gotta tell
1: you no i didn't go there oh. i didn't have any time i was working so so much i mean we we were, we were trying to make it to one of the last the islanders were playing detroit red wings there oh. we were going to try to make it to uh to the game it was one of the last games they were playing if not the last game they were playing in joe lewis arena oh. my my business partners actually belong to a gym that half these red wings play uh work out at and they're friendly with them so they're like i make a phone call we're getting in and i was like fuck we got to do it yeah definitely and um and we just got so busy working. Next thing you know, we were leaving Birmingham at like seven thirty, eight o'clock to go to dinner. And I'm like, he's like, do you want to get into the arena? I'm like, honestly, dude, we haven't eaten since like 10. I'm like, I'm going to pass out if I don't eat. So we we had to miss it. Damn. Yeah, yeah. That's
0: so, that's a crazy fucking story.
1: It's a crazy place. It's it's. I mean, with this business I'll be doing, I'll be going out there once a month or so, once every six weeks just for a day or two to to do some work. And, and to be honest with you, more because I want to go out. I love that place. That's friggin, awesome. Yeah, I came home with like you know Red Wings hats for the kids, right You know <laughs> Lions hats for for my wife. And that's
0: so fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's super impressive. That's super mm-hmm. impressive that it, it's come that far and and the story behind that company and, yeah. and just the that whole the whole process. Yeah, and people just trying to make a better place in the world, which.
1: I think more people need to do. Oh, for sure. And and you know what's cool is is they have this whole. You know how we have the uh, the Carlton Collection and the Long Island Strong and yeah. and all these brands that are based on you know the pride of Long Island. You know Detroit's got one that's uh, what is it? Detroit versus everybody. I'm like, how freaking cool is that? And then uh, you know I, I, I kind of alluded to it before. One of the guys said uh, one of the shirts said I uh, uh, challenge challenge Detroit to do anything and get the fuck out of the way. That was a shirt. I'm like, what a great shirt because. You know, look. They it was. Look at Chicago now. Chicago, from what I understand, is a shithole, and and people get getting murdered everywhere. Yeah. Right. That was Detroit for 20 years in my mind. Yeah. And uh and I went. You know, I'll tell you when I was out there last week. I'm like, dude, this is the coolest place ever. That's crazy. Ever 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 yeah, because. You know, it's just a whole lot going on there. There's billions of dollars getting poured into that city from from wealthy individuals, not from the city. The city's run like shit. Yeah, uh, but it's from be- uh, wealthy individuals who, who give a shit. Yeah, they, they're they're buying buildings that nobody in the world wants. They're they're cleaning them up and bringing their own companies there. Yeah, you know, the guy from Quicken Loans, he brought 126 companies to the to downtown Detroit. Crazy. I don't know how we got into Detroit, but was a cool story.
0: Yeah, no, that is <laughs> now we got it from Shanola, man. Yeah, the uh, that's pretty crazy. So. Are you gonna contact them for watches when you uh, start doing watch sales and stuff? We'll see.
1: We'll see. I you know, I uh I don't have any great contacts at, at Chinola, which is odd because I have I have contacts at most watch companies. And the one guy that I know over at Chinola, quite frankly, is an asshole, so I don't you know, I'd rather not call him and he's the lower level and he's just uh I just don't like the guy. So yeah. no, But um whether whether I deal do business with them or not, it's just a it's a great company and I'm happy to uh you know, like I said, five hundred, six hundred, seven hundred dollar watch, and you know, it's not made in Detroit per se, but it's it's assembled. It's 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 close
0: uh, enough. Hey, it's progress.
1: Yeah, and it, you know what? It's putting kids to work. It's putting you know, giving kids a career and training them and giving them education. So so you know, I got to give a lot of love yeah. to Shinola.
0: I saw yeah, I saw a lot of watches on there. They're probably they're floating around between like five and like nine hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah, most which of, really isn't that
1: bad. Yeah, I it, ended up uh, I ended up giving that watch to the guitarist of Florida Georgia Line. By the way. Really? Yeah. How'd you meet them? I I didn't. Uh, you know I, I'm not a good social media guy. I suck at it. You uh-huh. know I just I just relaunched. You know re, I just I just I shouldn't say re. I just started my Instagram thing, mainly because I'm going to be doing this affordable watch site. Uh-huh. I figured you know what a lot of business comes from uh, social. I, yeah. I've never been on Facebook, and that I really don't plan to do. But I figure through all the others, through Instagram, this, that, and the other, I need to figure out how they work before I set up a business one and really get that going. I need to figure out how it works. So that's why I'm on there. Yeah. Um, I can give a shit less about showing stuff to the world. I mean, I'd rather not uh, on a personal level. But I figured I'd get it going just to kind of figure out how everything works. So long story short, you know, one of my 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 wife and I love to go to country country shows. It's like our favorite thing to do. We'll go to Mohegan for the night. We'll go. You know the amphitheater in in uh what was it Farming Farmingdale uh, Farmingville Farmville, Farmingville yeah. yeah so so whatever it's like our favorite thing to do and when I was trying to figure out this whole social thing a couple of years ago especially Twitter uh, a couple of years ago because everybody's like oh you gotta get on you gotta get on because watch industry stuff this that and you know so I got Twitter on Twitter drives me nuts I, you know it's I don't too like much information at once I got to tell you I don't like any of it I don't I don't I mean Instagram's fine I mean you know I just don't find the time to look at it so I'll look at it at 11 o'clock at night when I'm sitting down about to go to sleep whatever I try to get to it I try to learn it because again I need to but yeah (laughs) please (laughs) pretty pathetic at it Um, but um, you know again a couple years ago with uh, Twitter uh, I was trying to figure it out for business and and again, one thing we love to do is go to country shows. So I was like, you know what? You know, I'm going to this show. These guys are playing. This band's playing. Blah, 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 blah. So I kind of look up who the bandmates are, start following them. I figure, what the hell? I'll figure it out on something I enjoy, you know, yeah. this country. And uh, at the end of the day, I, you know, I was... Like, I do post stuff about watches, pictures of watches this and that. And Brian Bonds, who was... He, he left Florida Georgia Line, but he was the touring guitarist, uh, lead guitarist for Florida Georgia Line. Uh-huh. He tweets at me. He's like, dude, you know, that's a great watch. That You, you, you know, whatever. And I'm like and I'm looking I'm like holy oh shit That's I followed that dude he's on Florida Florida. holy shit yeah. so long story short I wrote back to him like thanks blah 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 and, and the Shinola I had I love. they made it in a 47 millimeter size which is big Yeah. and they made it made it in like a 41 or a 42 I should have got the smaller one right uh-huh. so it, it wasn't available at the time I would have had to wait like a month I'm like you know what I don't want to wait for a $500 watch I don't want to wait so I had them send me the 47 it was too big I wore it a bunch I loved the watch so that was the one that Brian Bonds commented on. So I was like, dude, what's your address? And I just sent, this, sent it to him. I'm like, I'm like, you know what? And he's like, no way. Are you serious? He's like, you want me to plug you in? I'm like, no, man. It's, you love to watch. Because apparently he's a watch now. But he's he's a watch. He's, he's he's a guy that collects. He's got 150 or whatever. He's got inexpensive watches in my mind. You know, under 1000 bucks. Yeah. Which is part of the reason we're starting this business. Because there's a huge market out there. But that's it's a it's a cool little nuts. story. I mean, it's like my my one one of my close claims to fame with uh with with any kind of stardom and you know so I, I gave the watch to the guy from Florida, Georgia. That's it's pretty cool.
0: Damn, <laughs> somebody's gonna be like, "Holy shit!"
1: Everybody's gonna listen and be like, "Dude, that's the lamest fucking story." <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, man. Hey, I, that's it's super impressive that 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 happened. And and the one thing I do love about social media and, and it hasn't happened to me yet. I'm hoping it does. Um, I, I guess it actually kind of has because. I don't know if you know who Tom Sakura is. Mm-mm. He's, he's a pretty famous comedian out in, in um California. He's got like a hundred thousand uh followers on Instagram. Right. And I commented, he had a he had a photo of him and he commented or I commented and I was like, hey dude, just watched your uh your stand up on Netflix. I was fucking rolling laughing, whatever, just go and I was like, "Thanks so much! Like, I appreciate like all the comedy you do. I like I. It was the first first time I played it, and I'm an instant fan. Smash that subscribe button, and um, or follow button. And uh, he's like, "Thanks, man. Really appreciate it. Like, I appreciate you taking the time out to tell me. And I was like, "Holy fuck! Yeah, me of all people. he's got five thousand comments, and I'm one of. Right, I'm the only one that has a reply right. from him. Like right. I went through, a, I went through a bunch of them, and I was like, he didn't even like most of them, or if he liked, he liked a couple, and uh, and I was like, the only one that got a reply, and I was like, Holy you know, I, I gotta shit. tell
1: you, I gotta tell you, that's how cool is it when a a, a celebrity, whether it's a comedian, whether it's an actor, whether it's a singer, you know, when they actually touch base with their fans, like on a look that that was the most minor thing in the world for him to do, yeah. but that impacted the crap out of you. Right, and it made you probably love him more. And if he comes around, you want to go buy tickets and this yep. and that and the other. A lot of celebrities don't get that. They don't get yeah. that. They, they, you know, they all of a sudden they're too big for their bridges. You know, like like everybody, oh, kiss my ass, and you know, I'm not I'm not going to reply to anything. This and that. The one thing I found, I I got into country music like ten years ago. I used to be the guy who make fun of people listening to country music. I Did was it. that guy, like you are a hokey, stupid jerk, you know. <laughs> um, but I I, I kind of got into the country rock stuff and whatever. So, but I find that. Anytime I ever tweet shit about country stars or like if I'm at a show, let's say I'm at a you know Jason Aldean show and I take a picture of his guitar, uh, his guitarist Kurt Elliott, mm-hmm. I think that's his name. I'm an idiot if I'm, if it's not, it's Kurt something. So I take a picture of him and I just put up you know on on social, hey uh, you know great shot of whatever Kurt, you know and that dude's all of a sudden he's like he's writing back, he's like bro that's a great picture, can you send me the original file? I mean. Not I hadn't do not with him that didn't happen exactly, but but there's been five or six or seven times with with country music artists that that's happened. Like uh uh Darius Rucker's bassist, you know, oh, had shit. almost the exact scenario, you yeah. know, and a couple others. And it's like, you know what, they're real freaking people. You know what I mean? Yep. And like they they're not too important in their own mind you know so that's one of the things that actually drew me to country music and and I listen to everything i mean i got my i got my 8 year old daughter singing uh the dropkick murphys the other day you know like so i'm into a lot of different things yeah. but that's one of the things i really love about country is that you know a lot of those a lot of those people are are just real and yeah. you know
0: that's what i think i, I think that's what I, I i'm starting to realize i like more i hate i shouldn't say hate but i don't care for super famous people that i have <laughs> If you're Kanye West or Kim Kardashian, I give a shit if you're eating dinner next to me. I mean, whatever. I, I might just be like, hey, t- sitting next to the Kanye West eating dinner. I, I'd actually leave. But I don't. It, that doesn't impress me no. at at all. But mm-hmm. like Tom Segura, he's like, he's famous, but he's not mm-hmm. like over the top famous. And the fact that he did that, I was like, holy oh, shit! Like he. And then I kind of had like an eye opening. Like these, everybody's, I shouldn't say everybody, but for the most part, everybody's a real person. Sure. They have they have their own lives and they see. Like, they're, he's got enough followers that he could actually go through everything. Yeah. And the fact that he took the time out to comment on my appreciation, I was like, oh shit, like, that's cool. I appreciate that. And mm. now that you did that for me, I will most certainly do that for somebody else. And
1: now, and because now, of that story, I'd end up going home and YouTube me his comedy, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Like, it just kind of snowballs and makes yeah. more people fans, too. Because yeah. if you know somebody's a real person and, like, they treat their fans like real people and they're interested in them and yeah. things like that, you know, look. I just I just got the fire stick not long ago and, and I jailbro well, it was not jailbreaking. I downloaded the app that everybody calls jailbroken, right? So you can watch every show, every movie, everything for free. Yeah. And my wife's like, you know, it's you know, you feel kinda guilty, you know, you kinda steal movies I say, you know what? Fuck Hollywood. I mean, yeah. I'm so sick and tired of the bullshit. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like like that I mean, I don't love to curse a whole lot, especially in a form like this, but really fuck them. I mean, I'm so tired of, of like that whole that whole holier-than-out thing and, and telling me how you feel. And look, and I'm not going to get too political or anything like that, but I don't care who you believe in. I don't need to hear it. Yeah. You know, whether you're whether you're a singer, whether you're a, a comedian, actor, anything like that, I don't give a shit what your politics are. Yeah. If, if I want to know, guess what? I'll when I meet out. you, I'll find out. You know, we'll yeah. ask if I, I – don't, but I don't want to know. Just like I would never ask you in the middle of Five Points Cafe having a burger, hey, dude, who are you voting for? It's just not, you know, it's just yeah. not what I do. I don't need to, you know, I'm – and.
0: I appreciate that because most back in the day, nobody had respect for that. They, that was the first question they asked. Oh, who are you voting for? Yeah. Oh, what do you think about this? And I'm like, I don't mind having the conversation by any stretch of the imagination. Absolutely and It's not. part of my job. But that's really how we're going to start off. We're really going <laughs> to not that we're going to butt heads because usually we a lot of people in that town shared similar views right. and and whatnot. But I was like, why do you open up with that? Yeah. And and I get I'm and I'm not the most sports related person in the world I don't, I don't follow I don't watch as much I as I either. like
1: but I'm like <laughs> I'd rather talk about something I don't know like about like you're drinking a beer let's talk about beer sure
0: you're drinking vodka let's talk about vodka yeah. hey just, did you watch uh,
1: 24 last night whatever yeah, you know? yeah yeah
0: yeah oh what do you do for a job yeah. whatever, whatever it is anything like, but I don't even mind talking about sex but I feel like <laughs> religion and politics are the two things that people especially politics and, right. and there's, there's high times and low times with that right uh, as everybody
1: knows but I'm like
0: what why do you start with that?
1: Well, you know, here's a perfect example. I mean, one of my very best friends in the world is completely opposite of me. Uh. And I'm not, I'm not very, look, I'm not very, very political, or very strong one way. I am, in a, I am in a certain sense, but I'm not in others. I'll explain that in a minute. But he's completely opposite. Now, he and I jab the crap out of each other we have fun with it yeah very 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 seldomly do we ever get into a true argument over this that or the other thing most of the time it's like ah eh, you know and, and you just jab them because you because they're Cause friends can. yeah and look i mean you know and, and probably very similar to you if if i'm not breaking your balls i'm not you're not my friend Absolutely. you know what i, mean? I like, thoroughly
0: agree if i'm not making fun of you it's probably because i don't like it exactly
1: exactly if, I, if i'm if i'm genuinely breaking your balls yeah. if you, i'm nice to you and I... I only am nice to you <laughs> yeah i probably yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm just being cordial just just yeah just trying to make the it hell out of the day yep <laughs> yeah yep. yeah exactly so so that's what you know he and I will do and you know just when when somebody you don't know kind of brings up things like that it's like dude I can be completely opposite of you and be honest with you. If I am, I'm not going to like you in five minutes if you start talking about it. Yeah. So shut up. Yeah. Just don't, you know, don't bring it up. And uh, so that being said, it's like, you know, I I don't even want to get into it. I I was going to get into this whole other thing about what I believe, what I don't. You know (laughs) what? Who cares? Who cares what I think? I don't. You know what I mean? I don't want anybody to give a shit what I think. Yeah. You know, if if I'm telling you how to vote. Dude, you really need to like get a life, you know, yeah. you need to, you need to either pick up a book and, or either read that, a website you're so, or, you know. So off the deep end. And I, and you know what, I can promise you one thing, no matter what I say, I'm wrong. Yeah. I believe the way I believe and, you know, and my wife disagrees with me many times and then that's, I would never persuade her otherwise. Yeah. You know, it's, you, you believe shit on your own life experience, whether it's about politics or anything, you know, I believe, I believe in raise my kids based on my own life experience. I believe on running my business on my own life experience, you know, and. You know, so it's the same, but you know, politics is just keep the hell out of it. And that's again, again, we keep going off on things, which is what I really love about what we're doing right here. I mean, I didn't know what to expect when you asked me to come on, (laughs) but I love the fact we're just bantering, just like we would sitting in my office or wherever else. And um, what it comes down to is I just get so sick and tired of of like these fucking celebrities. And you know, I don't care. Act, sing, dance, do do your comedy, do whatever you want to do, take pictures. I don't care what you do. Don't, don't freaking, because no matter what, you're alienating half of your fan base. Yeah. There are movies I will not watch right now because people just don't shut the hell up. That's you know crazy. I mean? It's like, it's like I see a trailer, that movie looks awesome, but he's in it, I'm not watching it. That's crazy. It's true. It's true. I, I like, believe you 100%. It's, and it's, I just can't look at the guy and be like, oh, I, I just got freaking ripped. I got a new asshole ripped on, on television about this guy because of the way I believe, and he doesn't know who the hell I am. You know what I mean? Fuck you! I'm not watching your movie. Yeah. So that's why I was. Gonna, oh, that's how I started this with the fire <laughs> stick. You know what? My wife's like, you feel like I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of these people. I don't yeah. care. I, I wouldn't go to the movie and watch them anyway. Or, or you know, or there might be movies I want to watch, but I'm never gonna go. I'm never gonna buy the, you know, I'm never gonna watch it on. on a, I th- yeah, I think a, I, n-
0: if I was a professional doing it, I think I would appreciate people more if they had to go around a loophole. And they just wanted to see the movie, and they didn't want to support me. At least they could see my professional side of it, as opposed to them not seeing it at all. Right. And then I, f- like personally, and that's that's partially how I feel about the podcast. I don't care if you like or dislike dislike me, but if you want to listen to the show and you want, I would say some quality entertainment over the course of an hour, two hours, whatever it is, then by all means listen. Yeah, and, and I and that's a lot of the reason why I made this free, and I would ne- and I do- and I don't ever want to charge. I will never. I will never charge it unless it's for exclusive content. This right, that and right, other right. thing, but I would never charge for the audio, regardless of how famous I got. And uh, yeah. and even if I could put a thousand dollars. Well, price God, God, God willing, I mean, yeah. you know. But I'm like, I'm like, what? I don't want to ever have somebody say like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to pay to support you. If you want to pay to support me, buy some of the merchandise right. I, I end up selling or, or developing, whatever. Yeah. Or go, come see me, come see my up shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> come see my up Come, come, whatever. Go, go yeah. support my friends who who were on the show. Right. And and that's how I'll. Right. I'll feel the love, like yeah. or, or tweet at me well, or let, let, m- um, find me on Instagram.
1: Let XM pay you. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. You make your money that I way. I don't even want SiriusXM because yeah.
0: I don't want. I don't want to have to be hey, like, oh, I can't say this. I can't say uh, this.
1: I. I oh, do SiriusXM won't won't sense you all that much. Will yeah, it?
0: will they? It? Uh, I, yeah. I, don't I don't know. know. I, I know. I know. There, Howard though. Stern got into a little bit of trouble with them. Ah, well. over, over some time, but uh, Look, yeah, yeah. But I don't want to have to be like, oh, it's time to stop the show for like. Uh, one of the reasons why I follow, uh, I don't know if you know who Joe Rogan is. Yeah, 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 I like him. Um, I like him. Um, one of the reasons why I listen to his show so much is because all his show, all his commercials are in the beginning and the end. You have the option to skip them, right? And there's a lot of times that I'll just listen to it because not that he knows, yeah, yeah. but, but I'm it like, makes right. you feel. Yeah, good. I'm like, all right, I'm listening to it, and then sometimes I actually find a quality. Uh, he only puts quality people on there, but something that applies to me. And I'm like, Oh, let me go support that. Like you supported him. Let me go support you. And I don't have to be, there's so many times when I'm listening to podcasts and it's like 15 minutes in, like at that 15 minute mark, Oh, let's talk about this. And I'm like, Uh. Fuck man, it's like,
1: like it's like radio. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you ever listen to talk radio. I mean, at all? I no, mean, I, I can't. I can't because there's commercials. I used to drive so much, and I used to throw on some talk radio, whatever it may be. And I don't care if it was, I don't care if it's sports or, or anything. Else. And all of a sudden, you know, especially when I was listening to the, like the political talk radio, they'd be talking about something I'm so interested in just listening to this and all. All of a sudden, it's like, and did you know that Sleepy's, uh, you know, mattress listening? Oh, but it's the actual. God. It's the actual celebrity or entertainer or yeah. whatever the hell that talk radio host is. It's him that rolls right in from a comment or a story into a commercial. And it takes you like 10 or 15 seconds. Like, Holy oh shit. Is he, is he pitching me a bed? Yeah. And I'm like, fucked up. <laughs> I'm like, what, what just happened? We were just talking about, you know, X, Y, Z. And yeah. all of a sudden I'm listening to something about my pillow. Insane, you know, like, <laughs> uh, there's
0: a, there's a, there's one uh, stuff you should know. And it's a great podcast. And it's produced by these two guys. And they talk about just stuff you should know, like right. how do mosquitoes work, how does malaria work, how do chimneys work, just sure. all this... Yeah. It's like
1: how it's made, yeah, kind of thing, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And and it's such a great show, and there's a lot of things on there that I love. And like there's times where it's like, I'm driving, the girlfriend lives in Hicksville, so I'm going, I'm going to Hicksville, and... Like I'm like 15 minutes in and you kind of and I kind of get in the zone. I'm like, all right, I'm on the lie. I'm really? doing whatever 70, 80 miles an hour. I mean, I'm never speeding. I'm only doing 55. Yeah, of course. Of um, course.
1: and you can fall asleep because it's just straight. You yeah, just doze off yep, for an hour. And, yep, and know. nobody would even know. Right. And uh, and whatever
0: you get in your zone, you just start going. And then all of a sudden, there's a radio, sh- there's a commercial, and I'm like, God, fuck! Yeah. I just got
1: in the zone, and right. you just ruined it. You know, you know what screwed up? And this, this, this is totally an age thing. I mean, first of all, I think it's hysterically like, you know who Joe Rogan is, right? I'm like, dude, Joe Rogan's my age. I think it's great that you have to ask me if I know stuff because that's how old I am compared to you. No, but, no, but the other most thing, kids my age don't even know who he is. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, nah, man. No. Hey, hey, he was on a show called Talk Radio. Yes. Yep, yep. When you were probably, what, in second grade? Probably I don't know, I don't know when, but I know he it's was on show, there. It's it good show. yeah. It. You should you should check that. Out. But uh, so, so anyway, funny. that's an age thing. That's pretty funny. But the other thing is too is that like you know I grew up with radio with ads. Yeah. You know most people nowadays like I like I talk to my partner Kevin, and he's like you know I don't listen to radio. What do you mean all this radio? He's like I have I do my I listen to podcasts. I stream music on my phone. I do you know I yep. I got Spotify. I got yep. I got Sirius. I have
0: uh, I pay for a Pandora one. Mm-hmm. And it's like four dollars a month, whatever. I don't give care even about know the what price.
1: Pandora One, is. I know what Pandora is. is Pandora
0: that- One is just free; is no ads, okay. and you get like I think nearly unlimited escapes, You get twice the amount of stations. Right, right. I've had it for so long now, I don't even realize what non-Pandora is anymore. Like I couldn't even right. tell you what the difference is right. for the most part, but. People are like why? Why do you spend money? On, uh, why do you spend money on Pandora? I go rather spend the money. And listen I'd to the rather <laughs> not listen to fucking every twelve minutes. There's a goddamn ad about some bullshit. It's not even something that's no. apl- applicable to me. It's right, not right. like. An Amazon sale right. or a computer sale, or if you're in a household sale, if
1: you're hearing an ad for uh, this draft top, you know, yeah. opener or something cool that you're interested yeah, in, it's, yeah, sure.
0: ne- it's nothing even interesting to me. Occas, very rarely was it something that I was like, oh shit, that's pretty cool. Yeah, like I'm glad they told me about it's
1: it. Like Cialis and <laughs> yeah, and I'm like,
0: what the? F-? And I'm like, yeah. for four dollars from and the and people don't even realize how much music I listen to because I'm here for eight, nine, ten hours some days, and all I do is listen to music the whole time right. while I'm working. Right, right, can't watch TV, this, that, and the other thing. Sure. And, um, the, it just, why do I want to have that disruption? Like I listen to, um, I can't even pronounce the name right, but it's like Spiegold and it's like this really translucent, like I would equate it, but I've never done it like an acid trip. Like I've closed my eyes and you like feel the vibrations and the beats and I'm like, holy shit, this is like house music or no, it's like very, I'll play it at the end, but it's like very majestic and weird and. It's just, it's like transcending. Right, right. And I'm like, this is fucking great. And yeah. then it, like, sometimes I get into a rhythm where I turn it on <laughs> and I'm like crushing through work for an hour or two. And then all of a sudden, I get hit with an ad. And I'm like, it's like a swift kick to the Take, head. It takes you're like, you out of your zone. Yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, now, like, now I have to go and make sure, like, right. try to mute the speaker or whatever to, to stop whatever the process was. Do you all want right. another beer? Gonna uh, beer? No, I'm okay. leave. What I gotta take a leak? Oh, go for it, go for it! <laughs> I'll, I'll uh, actually I'm gonna pause it because we'll, yeah. we, we have that ability now. Oh, yes, it worked! <laughs> it worked. So I'm, I'm, st- I'm we were just talking, and that was like not that anybody could tell, but that was like a fifteen twenty minute break. But uh, we. I didn't know how to stop the podcast and start it back up in like the right spot again, so I just figured that shit out. So, so I, I uh, walked into a professional environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 You're only dealing with a professional. I don't know if you know this. I do, I do. It's, but it's, it's evident. Yeah, if you didn't, now you do. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I'm clearly, I know exactly what I'm doing. As I told you when you asked me, I'm coming for the beer. That's it. Man. That's <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't even know what a fucking podcast is. So I'm like, <laughs> I
0: know, I know. It's not my room anymore. Yeah.
1: The, uh, no, I wouldn't have come to your room, that's for sure. Yeah, it's, it's a <laughs>
0: Hey, I... Well, most people think, oh, it's in your bedroom. My bedroom is rather large. It's the size mm-hmm. of a two-car garage. Okay. So I have, like, a little bed area, and then I had um, a couch that I never sit in. My mom was like, we need to get you a couch. And I was like, we don't need a couch. And so I'm, it was
1: like, it was like uh, Wayne's World. Yeah. Right? Yep, <laughs> yep. So I
0: have, I have, like, my little desk where I actually do work on my computer, and then I had another desk for the podcast back then, but... uh uh, uh, most of the stuff in my room, like I have a fifty-five inch TV. I turn it on less than once a month. Yeah, I, I just that's good because it's like a it's like a death trap to me. Mm-hmm. If I sit down and watch that fucking TV, yeah, gone, yeah, gone. I whole will, day's gone. Yep, uh, whole I, I, uh, and anybody who says Netflix isn't
1: a drug is a fucking
0: liar. I actually hate Netflix. Really?
1: Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, have you watched I, Breaking Bad? The, I didn't like it. I watched about four or five episodes. I could not get into. God it. damn! Could if not I, if get that into was it. like if I
0: if if I knew what shooting up heroin was like, well, I don't, but I would equate Breaking Bad to heroin because yeah, no. I, not only would I... Uh, House of Cards
1: did that for me. House of Cards, another I, lo- I love that. I th-
0: thank God I, I had to get interrupted and I stopped watching
1: it about two and a half seasons in. Yeah, no, it's that's, that's fantastic. You know what it is? Netflix is, I mean, you you look for any movie, it's not fucking there. That is the there is no problem with it. There is no movies. Yeah. And and I'm sorry, I mean, if you if you've got a thousands of movies up there and I don't know what 99.9% of them are. Stop putting movies on there. Yeah. You know, just be a TV channel that people pay for. Yeah. You know, I'll pay pay for uh, House of Cards and maybe one or two others but that's why I got that Fire Stick because all that crap's for free and again, I I, I would normally, like it, but. I wouldn't. I wouldn't steal music from musicians. You musicians you know, I buy I would, all my music on Amazon. I, I, got, I mean, not Amazon on no, iTunes. I've got that. You know, I, I had Spotify forever, and then Apple Play or whatever the hell yeah. that is. It's like a, it's their version of Spotify and Pandora and all that. So now I'm doing that. You know, even when Napster was around, all that crap. where you could literally just steal music, like take anything you want, download it, blah blah blah, and then rip it to a CD back then. Yep. You know, even then. 99.9% of the time, I would download an album, I'd listen to it, if I like it, I'd go buy the CD at the time. Oh, was a broke school or so, I just yeah, pirated that shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Right, I... Yeah, and, yeah, I'm and people would be like, you don't, even, you, you don't even know it's illegal, I'm like, illegal? It I, takes me three clicks
1: to steal it. I, but, how's that illegal? What am I breaking? But I happen to respect most musicians, most music artists, because they're not jamming shit down our throat. We got back, you know, I'm not going to get this whole thing again, but... Honestly, if I, you know, look, I, I won't watch half the movies of the people I can't stand. Yeah. But even if I did, I don't, you know, fuck yourself. You yeah. know, and and you know what? For those for those artists who are not out there jamming shit down our throat, you know what? I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still going to watch cuz I wouldn't watch your movie anyway. Yeah. So, for the very rare occasion I'm watching the Fire Stick, uh, you know, TV that's the Fire Stick. I mean, Netflix, I was like that, yeah, that is. I can't believe people paying for this and there's nothing on there. Everybody raves about their shows, um, but
0: Black House of Cards. Uh, no, is House of Cards.
1: No. House of Cards is uh, is is Netflix.
0: But the Flash. Actually, that might not even I, be. It. Yeah. Daredevil is on there. They yeah. they just they're actually coming out with a lot of original series, and I actually really like them. And now more so than ever, I liked it. I like Netflix because you can download it on your phone. Yeah. I don't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. but you can download. So I downloaded. Um, I watch. Will you black actually list. watch a
1: movie on your phone? Yeah, watch it on your phone. When?
0: What? When, when I'm traveling? <laughs> when you're driving? Like <laughs> on a train? Yeah, on the expressway. Netflix? No, 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 no. Be, I'm still the person who comes up with that and can safely get me to my yeah. destination. Yeah, well, you are going to be a fucking millionaire. Yeah, well, I'll save you every It's the I have.
1: self-driving cars that's going to come out. The
0: um, but in my eyes, Netflix is like time warp, like time travel, because. When I sit down on that couch and it sucks you in. Yeah. And you fucking turn on. And you get something good. Yeah, yeah. It's like. I watched uh, Stranger Things. I don't know if you've seen Stranger Things. No,
1: I've heard of it. I don't.
0: The. And it was like really good. And oh, it wasn't like a mind blower, but it was good enough that it captivated me enough. Right. And I. I would crush like four or five hours in a night, and I'm like, What the? You're fuck up at two o'clock I?
1: in the morning, yeah. and you got to be at work in and the then, morning.
0: And then I go to work, and I'm like, A fucking zombie. Right. I'm like, yeah, yeah, what yeah. the?
1: Fu-? And I'm like, Was it good? Was it that good? No, not really. Well, it's, but know, it's now like it, video games. I mean, back in the day, I used to play video games. It's yeah, like one o'clock, two o'clock. You know, I'm talking about a long yeah. time ago, but uh, you know, it's the same deal. You but sit the, down, blah, I'll play a game for an hour. And yeah. Next thing you know, it's four hours later. And
0: that's the one thing I, I realized too the other day, not the other day, but a couple weeks ago. I I would play. I was playing video games, and I'm like, I can't play story games because if I play the story game, I get invested. Yeah, and then it's like, if I started at two, I'm not getting off till two. Right. Twelve hours later. Yeah, and I'm like, what the fuck? Just so the I thing. play games that I could just hop in yeah. and hop out. So it's like, I got twenty
1: minutes. Let me just. You know, I was probably oh, I'm I'm 44 now. I was probably 30, 31, 32, and my wife for my birthday got you know got me a PlayStation. Off was two or three, whatever the hell it was at the time. She gets it for me, and I'm like bring it back she's like why I'm like I am gonna be
0: A zon- gonna yeah I'm be, gonna be ghost. screwed
1: I'm gonna be up till 2 3 o'clock in the morning yep. I, I get up at 6 you know I'm, there's no way I don't want this video game system long story short we ended up keeping it and next thing you know you know I'm, I'm playing guitar hero right yeah But started like 10 o'clock at night they all go to bed my wife goes to bed everybody goes to bed I'm playing Guitar Hero, 10 o'clock. Next thing you know, it's 2.30. I got a, a dozen empty beers on my on yep. my, on my coffee table. And I'm down there, click, 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 right? <laughs> so I was with a buddy of mine, you know, Timmy. And Timmy's a, an amazing drummer. And he was, he was doing the same shit with this, with this Guitar Hero. So all of a sudden, he goes, uh, we were hanging out one night. And we were just talking or whatever. And all of a sudden, he looks at me and goes, you know, I just thought of something. I said, what's that, dude? He goes, if we put this much time into actually learning how to play the guitar. Is that your phone? No, it's not my phone. No, it's something out in the office. What the fuck is that? Hold on
0: one second. All uh, right, we have diagnosed the issue. It was a computer making noise. <laughs> so there's
1: a, there's a weird computer in. in uh, what in were the we. Ju- oh. So, so getting back to what I was talking so, uh, so so we're playing, you know, I'm playing Guitar Hero for hours and hours and hours, on, and I'm playing, you know, and I was talking to my buddy Timmy who's doing the same thing, and he, and he just said to me one night, he's like, it just occurred to me, if we actually took that time and learned how to play the fucking guitar.
0: You'd be a pro. You'd be a fucking pro. We would pro. know how
1: to play a guitar. And I looked at him, like, yeah, so right. I'm like, what am I doing? And I actually took that PlayStation, I just like stuck it in the closet, never played it again. Yep. And I think, you know, at that point, we we didn't have kids, or we're just having, yeah, I think we didn't have kids yet. But I broke it out like seven years later when we yep. just the, my kids were three or four and let them play one you know yeah ten minutes it's, a day or uh, something.
0: It's great. if you if people spent and that's and that's a lot of the reason why I, I, I tried to stop playing like these long story games and try to stop watching Netflix or if I do watch Netflix now I download it on my phone and I watch it while I'm doing like cardio or cycling at the gym and I know all my friends that that know me are like oh Harrison we know you're not doing cardio <laughs> fuck them and uh, the uh, bastards yeah right but I'm like all right it's great for like when i'm at the gym and i'm i'm sitting there i'm not doing anything Right. and then i'll be the, i'll be like all right you now i'm going to do 20 minutes of cardio and then 20 minutes of cardio turns into 40 minutes of cardio because i'm just then
1: all of a sudden in this fucking zone then all of a sudden video games make sense <laughs> yeah if i can play video games while i do right. while i sit on the bike That's oh saying. my god i'm i fucking shredded weird <laughs> America, we are doing it fucking <laughs> yeah, wrong. That's you know what? That's the billion billion dollar idea. Yeah, that's the billion I, dollar idea. We we do some a, sort of of, of exercise like cardio machine yep. with a video game on it, like or, a story video game that yep. takes like or, uh, a billion a comp- hours.
0: Competitions like uh, like cycling competitions. Yeah. Oh, I, that's a, I, actually one of the kids. Uh, one of the I shouldn't say one of the kids. One of the guys here, and he was on the old show. Dave. He went to a client's house, and I can't can't name the client, but the the client had a. I don't know if it's a real invention or they had developed it or they had, it was a beta test, whatever it was, but he was telling me something along the lines of they had like four stationary bikes in a row and a giant, um, like Screen. four TVs and then each person, you know like that game yeah, when you yeah, go like to um, Dave, Dave and Busters, Buster's. some yeah, yeah, yeah. racing games yeah, yeah. and whatnot. And you yeah, sit yeah, yeah. there and you fucking pedal and you pedal and you pedal. That's and you, a like, real
1: thing, man. Uh, uh, my business partner, Kevin, has All a right, bike. So I'm not crazy. No, my business, my, my business partner, Kevin, he, he buys this bike. I don't know what the hell it is. It's like two or $3,000 for a stationary bike. I'm like, i'm looking i'm like what the fuck are you an you? idiot yeah i'm thinking to myself are you i mean are you, you really that stupid bucks. yeah he's like no it connects to the internet through wi-fi this that and the other. i got a big screen on it and, and i could ride the streets of of and i'm like looking at him i go why don't you get on a fucking bike and ride your neighborhood yeah, you know but yeah. but this thing keeps all this data and he can challenge his own times he could race against other races yeah. throughout the world i'm like I and, just thought of
0: another billion, billion dollar idea, and I'll tell not, it to the world, because yeah. there's no way that I'm going to have time to do it. Sure. You, hook, you know what the Oculus Rift is? Yeah. You hook up a fucking Oculus Rift to Google um, Google Maps. Right. The first person view. Yeah.
1: And put them on a and, tread- and treadmill on, or something? Put it on a treadmill, or put it, put it on, on a bike. bike.
0: Or probably a treadmill. I mean, probably a bike, cause so mm. you don't like fall over when yeah, you're yeah. looking around. But... And then boom, you ride the streets of Paris
1: or whatever you. You know, want to I do. guarantee that stuff exists, and and, and you know, with the bike probably tilts when you bang, you know, yep. you're banging around a corner or whatever. Yep. And that be, I bet you there's some dudes Genius. out there who's already got that, and, they, and they, you Genius. know, like like it's like those golf simulators. I mean, some of those things are bananas, and they're mm. these, you know, people have had them in the house for ten, fifteen, twenty years, and now all of a sudden these places are popping up all over the yep. place where you can go and. I mean, it's not the real thing, but it's pretty, it's pretty damn close. It's, yeah, you know. So, if but, I, I mean, if that's not a thing, somebody yeah, take that yeah. shit, and Elon Musk. Just, you know yeah, hook me up with it. I, I'll, a, I'll even buy it for you for take a couple hundred hundred yeah. million dollars and put it into it. See what happens. Yeah,
0: but uh, yeah, it's just video games and and that and just
1: video games. I was spending see, all this time. See, I didn't do that. Like, and that's a, that's the problem. Like, part of the problem I have with social media: but everybody's walking around with their head down, buried in their phone, and and, and even the fucking Pokemon. You guys are talking about that, yep. yep, yep. Well, I mean. To me, it's one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my life. But but even the social thing, I'd rather be reading about something real as opposed to looking what kind of eggs Benedict somebody had for breakfast. And and I get it. I mean, the social thing there's there's ways to market that and blah blah blah. But but it gets to a point that when do you actually live life? You know what? Perfect example. That's
0: the that's psychologists are studying that. right That's now. A, that's
1: the perfect example. When do you actually live life? I I'll never ever 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 in my life forget. And we're, and I'm gonna get back to the country music thing. I, we had, Jason Aldean now plays, like, you know, stadiums. Like, he yeah. plays, like, Bo, where the Boston Red Sox play. And, I mean, the guy sells out these these enormous uh, arena, you know, stadiums, whatever, uh, ballparks. But we had seen him when he, he had, like, one album out. We saw him at, at, I don't know if it was Irving Plaza or Hammerstein Ballroom, somewhere in Manhattan that held a couple hundred people. We'd yeah. seen him. So my wife and I are, are, are there, and it had a balcony on the side, and you literally could fit two people. In a row, like next to each other on the balcony. As far as like, it was tiny. It was more like a ledge with a rail. Yeah. So we're standing up there, and he's he's rocking out, he's doing his thing, and all of a sudden I'm looking around, every single freaking person in the whole place, all on their phones, holding their Buried. phone, holding their phone up, Buried. holding their phone up, staring at their phone while their phone's pointed at that st- this dude who's like ten feet in front of him. Yep. Really put the goddamn phone down and enjoy. But the worst g- is when people have iPads. Oh, you yeah? fucking iPad! <laughs> so not only I got they, a 27 inch iPad, Nick. And, and you want and
0: I, I I did this and and back when me and my girlfriend had first started dating, we I took a video of um I was working at Jones Beach at the time, and I took a video of uh Rascal Flats, right? And they were they were playing one of her one of the, her her favorite songs. I was like, you know what? Let me let me video the song. It's the only song I'm gonna video, and I didn't video it. I had somebody else video it because we weren't allowed to be on our phones. And uh, so I had her video it and we never even watched the whole song. Right. She's never even watched the whole and right, right. nothing against her. But I, I wouldn't even want to watch the whole song because you're not there. You're right, not right. in the moment. You don't have Look, those people sitting next to you cheering and screaming. And-
1: I've been to hundreds and hundreds of concerts and and like, you know, I'll take video, but I'll I'll take a 30 second clip. You know, maybe I'll take a song, whatever it may be, but when the entire place and every, you know, 95% of people in the place is the whole time staring right. on the phone. Why are you there? Watch it on TV. They're going to go home. Oh, I was here. Yeah, but you were there, but you didn't experience it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like walking around Disney, holding your phone up, not looking at anything but your phone, and then putting your phone on the ride so it videos the ride, and then you get home and be like, I did that. No, you didn't really. Yeah, you, you know? sat through it. You didn't enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It's, like- it's, it, is, it is really... It's you know what, Disturbing. it'd be a completely different story if somebody's wearing something like a Google glasses or some shit that that you know or or some kind of video glasses, but you or or something it on your see shirt. it. But you could sit there and enjoy it, and it, and it's that camera's doing its thing, so you can relive it in the future, whatever. But you gotta enjoy it. I mean, and the noise quality on on phones when it's <laughs> oh, the music it's, that oh, loud, it's, it's disgusting,
0: fucking horrible. Oh, no, it's yeah, it's you, horrible. It's like being underwater and getting yelled at. Yep. I'm, I mean, I see, I've I've seen people. They're like, dude, check out this video. And it's on their iPad. And they're like, oh. Like, was it awesome? IPad. And then I'm like, oh, isn't this cool? And I'm like, well, what this song audio is that? sounds like you took a microphone. And, sk- and yeah, it sounds sounds like you were there. But you t- it sounds like you took the microphone. And just you took. <laughs> sk- literally dragged it on the floor during the whole show. You-,
1: you took the microphone. You stuck it up their butt. And then you beat them up.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking That's awful. what it sounds it's like. It's horrible. And <laughs> it's like, oh, great. You were there like all right, I understand taking a 10, 30-second clip, maybe uh, even a minute. But I'm like, nobody even, watches even, it after a minute. Even
1: a song. Like, you know, you, if you're a concert you're going to, you, you know, let's say your artist is doing 17 songs. Right, I get a song. You know, okay, that's fine. Yeah. But when 90% of the freaking place is, is holding their phone up and staring at their phone for the entire duration of the show, yep, I'm like, dude, what are you even there the for?
0: one cool thing I've I've seen and I was super happy to be a part of I forget who it was and people I'm gonna, I, was, I think it was One Direction but it and I didn't care Did to be you, the, be at the show you went to One Direction show I worked it oh okay like I paid no. to be it and uh, be like, dude some of these it. fucking tickets that people paid oh like $1500 a ticket she, yeah she paid $2000 a ticket mm-hmm. and you, the even more fucked up part was the girl I guess it didn't sell out officially or something like that but the girl one one face row probably. behind it <laughs> Paid a $150 ticket. Right, 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 right. I told her that. She lost it.
1: I heard something on terrestrial radio this morning. I swear to God. I was going to get coffee. It was like, you know, 6 o'clock or whatever. I was going to get coffee for my wife. I'm cruising down, and I'm like, I I didn't even touch the radio. And I'm hearing something. These two two commentators are going, yeah, and a Russian billionaire or whatever uh, paid Elton John $1.2 million to do a 12-song set at his daughter's wedding. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, I have that CD. I think I bought it for <laughs> seventeen ninety nine. It's like a, but I have like forty eight songs. And you know, this dude paid one a million dollars a song. I'm sorry, a hundred thousand dollars a song, twelve songs for one point two million dollars. That's fucking. I'm like, nuts. you could have listened to the same shit for.
0: <laughs> at that point, it's like bragging rights. But right, I was at the show, and there was there was a point in the show, and I was like, all right, you know, like. I, I I genuinely appreciate live music. I don't care sure. who's playing it. Genuinely appreciate I live music. I agree. With the exception of rap, rap seems to be unbelievably unbearable. I completely When it's agree live, yep. for some reason, I think rap live is garbage, and rap on it's, uh, professionally developed sounds decent. Right. Like, with the exclusion of new rap, a lot of new rap I think right, blows. Right. right. And uh, they're like, oh, everybody, take out your cell phones and turn like the um. Oh, the the, Turn light. the flashlights the flash- on. That's yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a new version it, of a lighter. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yep. It is. You know, for the and old, old I'll people. I will never, I will never forget, and I, I and I have photos of it. Every single person.
1: It lit the place up.
0: I and and it was so cool because I was so close to the stage, yeah. and I and I was like, you know, what, let me. What, just you weren't doing security there. No, I just I, I was an usher. I just had okay. to let people in, and I think I was in a private box, so yeah. I only had like eight people to manage. <laughs> right. So I. I, I And at a One Direction concert, it's not Mm -hmm. like I'm dealing with drunken idiots who who are getting rowdy. They're like 16 year olds, like, can you please let me up? I'm like, I can't really, but like, I'll turn my back for a second, run in there and take a photo. Right. And uh, I just remember turning around and the whole place is lit up and I got the chills. I was like, you literally commanded 15,000 people people to turn their phones on. And pointed at you, and it was just—I've never seen the That's stage cool. lit up like that. That's over pretty the cool. Three That's years it, and a hundred concerts. It was more I've been intense
1: to. than all the big lights and all that kind of. Crap. Oh my god!
0: It was. I I, I got, cool. I'm, I'm getting the chills thinking about it. I'm like, That's cool. I can't believe they got fifteen thousand people. Right. So, to so hold when you're when you're
1: playing Jones Beach with your talk stand-up <laughs> stuff that you're doing, <laughs> that'd be you, crazy. Yeah, that'd you can crazy. you can do this. You could you can you I can just have people. It.
0: I couldn't believe. That's Every single person, and and. It was nice because they were told to do it. It wasn't right, like they right. were they were being and annoying. recording, right, 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 and just everybody, and they're all like swaying it back and forth. And I'm like, there's kids that are five, six, seven years old in there, and I, and I think it's complete bullshit that they have iPhones and iPads and whatever. I it agree is. with you, but I was like, every literally, I, I wish I could count because. It looked like fifteen thousand lines. Well, well, Yeah, capacity of that place is like yeah. fifteen,
1: twenty, fifteen, sixteen thousand. Yeah, it's right around there. I think yeah. it's fifteen five. Yeah, yeah. But I just, it was, it was
0: breathtaking that yeah, there was that many cool. people doing it, and I was like, wow, oh, this is like, well, other than obviously listening to free music and seeing everybody on the sun, I was like, this is like one of the coolest things I've right. seen, even besides meeting people there.
1: Yeah, there. It was just that's amazing. pretty cool. I um, mean, you know, a little bit different, but you know, I was seeing, I was there uh, for uh, Brad Paisley. Okay. Right? And, you know, didn't have the greatest tickets set. whatever. It, we were watching the show, and he's in the middle of one of his more famous songs. Uh-huh. And in the middle, because a whole crowd singing it. Yeah. And in the middle of it, his whole band and he went completely silent uh-huh. and let the crowd sing it. And, yeah. And the crowd got louder.
0: Yeah. Yep. And it was
1: just like, I mean, like you said, the hairs are standing up my arms because 15,000 people yep. at the top of their lungs would sing the song and he just they, he just stood back and, and kind of like it, yeah and, the, and it. Just, yeah and it was it was pretty cool yeah was, and i yeah that was one one of the concert memories I'll never forget and the other the other thing is too I was seeing uh, Chesney there um, okay it had poured 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 I th- like yeah I think I was supposed half, to go
0: to that show and we winded yeah, up not being yeah, able he, to go he played two nights cell, in a row right uh, he played
1: a Friday and Saturday I went to Saturday it rained all night Friday, all day Saturday. We went to the show and it was beautiful. out When we got, we got there at like three o'clock in the afternoon to play cornhole and, yeah, and, yeah. and tailgate. It got beautiful out of nowhere, but the the I guess the tides were still all screwed up and everything. At the show, the tide actually came to the point where the water, if you were on that floor area, yep. was about a foot and a half yep. deep. Oh my god! So if you were god, sitting in those down in those it, and and in the middle of the show he said somebody an official just came over and said it was the first time this place has ever flooded during a concert yep and sure as shit the that that Paisley show I went to like two years later Uh was the second time (laughs) that place has ever flooded during a show that's crazy and yeah and and I think at the Chesney with the first one he goes look he goes. I will give you. I will give anybody here tickets from the rest of my entire tour if you can catch a fish with your hands, <laughs> you know, because <laughs> because you know the water is yeah, coming from the yeah, bay. It's yeah. coming in from I, I, the bay.
0: I've been there. A, I, I was there a couple of times when it flooded, but not like that. I mean, it was like mm. a couple inches here or there. No, it was like. And, I mean, and,
1: people were like almost knees deep in water. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: That I think one of the other, and this is more, one of the more sadistic ones. But one of the one of the funniest times I was ever there, it was a. Uh, I forget, it was like Lil Wayne or Wiz Khalifa was there. And I, and you, the amount of drunken 16-year-olds, 17-year-olds uh-huh. that just think that they know how to party and they don't. Right. And they and they, they storm the building. They're like, fucking mom and dad aren't here. Let's go. Smoking all the <laughs> and pot. They're all, they,
1: and they're all strong. They're yeah, yeah, all yeah, huge. All Superman heroes. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And, um, and they're all smoking all the pot that they can get. And if somebody's got it in. And, and these kids are idiots. Like They don't even know how to hide it. One uh, and I was friends with the security guards. And one of the security guards comes up to me, and it, it was funny because he sells the weed after the show to either the kids, back to the kids, or to his friend. He'd be like, "Here, just give me like fifty percent of what you sell it for," and he would make thousands of dollars oh, after shit. some of those shows, and, because they didn't catch it in the door. Right. And people would just be like, taking it out. He's so like, he
1: no. he'd confiscate it and just and sell then it resell it.
0: Yep. Yep. <laughs> And, uh, absolute genius, but I'll never
1: forget. I'm sitting there. I mean, I mean criminal, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, total criminal. Yeah. Uh, very good friend of mine. And uh, I'm sitting there That's, in one of the booths. You paid for all this equipment. Yeah.
0: And, <laughs> and uh, I'm looking out. Whatever. Nobody's playing, so I'm kind of looking out over the whole stadium. And I look up, and there's this kid, annihilated, and he just. And I see him, and he's, like, going back and forth. He's all, like, it's like he's on a boat. Yeah. Sitting (laughs) sitting in one of these chairs. And that's when you know it's bad. When you're sitting and you're still rocking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, all of a sudden, he buries his face into his palms and puts his his elbows on his knees and just starts violently throwing up. Then four rows behind him on the the edge. So I'm still watching him. (laughs) Perfect eyesight. The next guy, (laughs) same thing. And then on top of Uh, that, now the security guards come over to the first one. They're like, all right, are you too drunk to like not even be coherent? And he's like, oh, I got this. And while the security guards sit there, just like, (sighs) if he did it any faster, he would have bruised his face. plants (laughs) plants his
1: <laughs> palms again in his hands Did he spray his, everywhere and just <laughs> and covers the was... security guard's
0: legs <laughs> and I'm I sitting here like 15 feet away and I can't breathe I'm laughing so hard I'm, I'm hunched over I can't breathe and, and and I wasn't the only one that saw that. all the others like Oh saw so Hey <laughs> Harrison, you want to get promoted to security?
1: No, I'm good. I'm good.
0: <laughs> I was laughing so hard. Oh my god, I couldn't I couldn't believe it. I just felt so That's bad fantastic. for
1: her. And the amount of vomit that this kid had was just Did he did he actually press his hands against his face so it sprayed out sideways?
0: No. Yeah, well the first time he tried to catch it uh-huh. and then he he didn't realize and the second time he just went like <laughs> like for anyone that obviously nobody could see this but like you know when you put your like palms on your cheeks and like you cover your eyes with like the uh, the pads i guess on your fingers Uh, i mean on your like knuckles like that and then into it like where he's trying to not get it on himself and just covered this lady in projectile vomit like splashing everywhere that's fantastic and then i feel bad for her i feel a little bit bad for her and then I feel even worse for like the the cleanup crew because they just come over and they sprinkle sawdust on it like yeah, that's yeah. gonna just yeah, make the smell go fix away. everything. Yeah. And then and then more people start coming. He was like oh, they were shit. like the first people and I felt that's that's that's, like, oh,
1: that's truly awesome. God. That's the- that was one, that was and it,
0: ironically enough I, and I was getting paid for that one. That was even like one of the times uh, I saw that and it was one of my favorites.
1: Oh uh, that's, that's that's fun. That's a good story. So yeah, that's a good just, story. God. Oh, I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> i used to go to uh i used to go to Jones beach a couple times a year like five six seven it's times a, great a venue. year it's a great venue it's great venue. sunny and
0: nice when it's yeah. raining and miserable uh, yeah you don't want to be there i saw a system of it down on my birthday it's pouring and thank god i worked oh. so i could like i was allowed to be like in the uh stairwells right. or like under the areas to right, not right, get right. wet but oh my god and it was and i can't remember what year it was it must have been like 2012 2013 and it was fucking monsooning. Yeah. I mean, the wind's ripping, and there's no lightning, so they're still playing. Yeah, it, yeah, only, yeah. it only it stops, only stops, if stops if for lightning, li- right?
1: Yeah, it only stops for lightning. So it these people matter. got ponchos on and well, all pon- that shit, right?
0: Ponchos that was. You were better off not having anything. Right. you just, You're yeah. just literally soaked yeah. to the core. And I had yeah. seen a couple of friend of mine from years prior. And I was right. like, hey, what's up, man? Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing here? I go, I work here. And he's like, isn't it your birthday? I go, this is like the greatest gift in the world. <laughs> yeah, of I course. I get to see it. I get, I, I'm i making money. I don't want to be statistic, but all these people are soaking wet and miserable while I'm still dry, yeah. having yeah. the time of my life. Yeah. They're all
1: clearing out, so I have perfect sight of this stage. Yeah, absolutely. And I was like,
0: this is awesome.
1: Yeah. So, No, it's, that's fantastic. I mean... Geez. I've seen everything from Blink182 there. Uh, actually with Blink182, we had one of the executive boxes. One time oh, I saw him there. So that dope. was a cool experience. Because we just we had food, we had booze, we had everything. Right. Was in that there. in uh oh nine? I think
0: that's it was either twenty nine twenty two thousand nine or two thousand ten. Because I think i I went
1: I started working the year after No, it was before that. It, it was just we're 49. going back. We're going back actually, uh I'm
0: trying to remember if I was still in high school when I did it.
1: No, this is going back Probably. Oh, so that was before they did oh, the yeah, one tour. Oh, yeah, we're probably tour. we're probably okay. closer to like oh one, oh two. Okay, when they were they, they like, did play
0: again years later. Oh, yeah, no, 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 one, no, yeah. one this tour.
1: Was, this was a long time, you know. Again, I'm old, dude. I know, and, uh, I know. But yeah, no, we had we had like the food, the catering, this. Uh, uh, you know, my my friend's uncle, somebody <laughs> had like worked for this company who owned a box there, and and That's nobody wanted cool. to go to Blink One Eight Two. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck yeah, want to go to Blink One Eight Two? Did we? Yeah, we we ended up paying like an extra. 400 bucks for all the booze and all the Ah, food and this and that, the car there. But you're allowed to drink in there. Oh yeah, sure. We, and 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 not only that, you had you know I I don't know if, I guess it's still the same. If you have one of those boxes, you can get down to that VIP thing, down closer to the stage where that. Not have a bar. everybody has that. Okay, there are a lot of people because we it. had the pass to walk down there too because yeah. we ran out of booze in in the in the executive box. <laughs> we drank you know far more than we expected to, and uh, and we walked down there to get more. Yeah. The only thing is we couldn't walk it back. So we all yeah. if you wanted a drink, you had to go down there and drink Slug in that it section. Come yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. so funny. Yeah, yeah. Good yeah. shit, man. Yeah, so. That's good. I mean, dude, I started going there. I think my first concert there was, you're going to laugh, 1989, I think. How old are, When were you born? <laughs> to the 1992. 92. So, yeah, 89, I went there. Jesus. I was in 11th grade or 10th grade, and I went there for Bad Company. No idea who the band was. Never heard of <laughs> in my life. I was girl, singing Bad Company on uh, Saturday. Yeah, no, a, a friend, a girl that I was friends with had a... Had a had gotten tickets for this boyfriend of hers, blah, blah, blah. And he bailed on her like the day before. And she spent money on these tickets. And she goes, and she was like a good friend of mine. She's like, you going to a concert with me? And I'm like, all right. <laughs> I, was like, uh, no. <laughs> I wish
0: I could go back. Was that before they had the, um, the upper oh, the mezzanine? Oh,
1: shit. That was long before the mezzanine. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where, the, where, the, where the worst seat in the house was 100 yards. Right? Uh, right? I fucking
0: wish I could go back. Yeah. Oh, oh, like, and I—I'm I, I, not sure if I talked about this in a podcast, but I know I was talking to somebody about it. To be able to put to make, um, like time traveling glasses. Yeah. So when you put them on, like you still sit in the room, but everything what, around you changes to what you it what it was. A year, dude, that's
1: that's a great idea. And then the well, only problem is you need the technology to actually go back and take the picture that doesn't exist. You know, it's like I mean, look, I, you know, when I was a kid, I grew up in North Patrok by Canaan Lake, um, uh-huh. uh, you know, over by the Petco over there, yeah, not yeah. far from there. Yep. But we used to go to my grandfather's house, who was in uh, Babylon, and Sunrise Highway was stoplights the whole entire way, from Patchwork to from, Babylon. It was well, it was from it was from fucking Wontaw to to Montauk Point was stoplights. Really? They didn't have any express, you know. Montauk Highway was no, no. Oh, Sunrise, Sunrise, Sunrise. Sunrise. There it were was, lights on Sunrise. Yeah, Highway? It, was, it was it was three lanes on each side, uh-huh. and every big intersection was a was a traffic light. Holy there wasn't shit. it wasn't like the expressway where you get on on an exit and get off an exit. And then, I mean, I'm talking about when I was a kid. I mean, in this, you know, I was born '72, so this is going into like '82, maybe. You know, Holy was, shit. but I'll, I'll never forget. You know, like when they started building that up, and they actually start doing the overpasses, and I mean, I was probably, I was a kid, I was probably five or six, but I'll yeah. never forget that because it was like, wow, it's getting big out here, you know? Yeah. Because everything was stoplights, but but that's I mean, talk about you talk Holy about going shit. back to Jones Beach when when they didn't have that whole top section, yeah. Think about going to Sunrise Highway and it was all freaking stoplights, and and my my parents grew up here on the island, so imagine going back a whole other generation, like that that would
0: be the coolest thing in the world. Mind, mind be able to Put on <sighs> put on Absolutely. glasses. It was mind blowing and blown. see.
1: Like and you could, put, you could put you could put you could put into the glass, right wherever you're standing on the planet. You could put into the glasses a particular date or year or whatever. Yeah. And all of a sudden, whether you want to do 1956 or 76 or 96 or whatever it may be, you put that fucking date in there and look around and you can see exactly how different that'd it be was. That would be, be unbelievable. the coolest thing. That would be, be like you go. To somebody's the... gonna make billions of dollars off of these ideas that you rattle off on this podcast, dude. Just give me back one <laughs> yeah, percent. I'll be more right. than happy. Exactly. Just,
0: or just buy me a. Uh, uh, ridiculous warehouse, right? Where I can yeah. have my cars in my studio. Just, yeah, exactly. And I don't want too much. No, um, but yeah, it was true. About that's that's like, pretty cool. If you can go back, like even like Civil War, like where the, ah, the bananas,
1: like, right? Like where have you the seen the show default? Timeless? No, watch the show Timeless. Timeless, you would freaking love it. You freaking love. I'm gonna it. go down the dark portal of. Netflix. It's it, this is like it's, it's on it's, Netflix. Uh no, it's uh, it's like NBC or some shit like that. Okay. But I, but, but I, you know, yeah, yeah, shit. Hey. Fire stick, man. People. Amazon Fire Stick. You get it for, I gotta I gotta hack You get it for now. free with no, keep no telling me though, like, it's stupid easy. It. Um look for the most recent video. If you're gonna hack that fire stick, yeah. it's not hacking and nothing. It's downloading a stupid app, but if you do it, look for the most recent video because the programs have changed over the last six months. Oh shit. Okay. And if you look at an old video, you're never gonna figure it out because uh. things are different. But the show Timeless is pretty sick. It's about it's about a time machine was time machine that was built by this company. And oh, they maybe built I have two. heard of it. They built two. Yeah. one's a lifeboat in case the the main time machine, you know, doesn't work. And somebody steals the main time machine. Oh and shit! And he's going to change, an alter history, where they use the the quote unquote lifeboat, which uh-huh. is the other time machine, to chase him down. It's pretty fucking sick. It's cool because they go. One of the episodes is about the Hindenburg, and and they this whole episode around. God, the Hindenburg. I gotta watch the TV it, So This one, sounds like something. Well
0: actually well, I learned something too.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh fucking! And if I'm in. no, you it's totally it's like, like I, I my wife's a history teacher. I'm like sort of a history geek. I don't want to say like I'm a history geek. I I enjoy the crap out of history. I'm not like a scholar, but I enjoy the crap out of it. So when you watch this, you're like, I know that story, but then all of a sudden they tell you much more in depth, in depth shit about that story. Like, yeah, like the Hindenburg stuff. You learn about people who are there, but the truth, like in the in the show, uh. they, they actually prevent it from. Blowing up. Oh shit! So the shit lands. That's the the Hindenburg actually lands, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh my god, Uh they altered something, you know. So you should. I want to watch Drunken History too. I
0: I don't know if you watch. I never heard of that. Oh my god! So Drunken History from what I've from what I've gathered, I think I think somebody's probably going to prove me wrong, but I believe it's on the History Channel. And basically, these, pe- these like, history professors, whatever, this, that, and the other thing, they go out and they get fucked up. Right. I mean, low. History professors do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they tell <laughs> history. So they're like, yeah, so um, the Declaration of Independence, they were like, yeah, uh, fuck you guys. We want to be ourselves, and let's just drink beer over I here. I have to look that up, because I would love that. Apparently, it's, like,
1: phenomenal. All right. and,
0: and, and it's all, like... They, these people are all like scholarly or, or yeah, really enthusiast. smart
1: people and probably very stand-up individuals yeah. in the community.
0: And it's just so funny because they get shit based <laughs> and they just tell all these history stories about how all these things happen. Right, and it's not on a level where it's like. Oh my god, this is so boring. It's like, holy shit, he's fucking hammered. Yeah. And he's telling these... St- and they're like, cracking up. It's like and, our, yeah. us
1: telling these stories. And they're, and they're arguing probably about some minute detail or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Oh well, Oh,
0: he doesn't want to sign it? Fuck it. Let's get him drunk and let's hire a hooker because that's what happened. And, <laughs> right. Or, or, oh, let's burn his house down because we I, knew what, that he what, would have to sign it.
1: i got to write this down. What's the name It's right? called Drunken History. I, gotta look I believe. It up. What, I believe it, it's what actually on television?
0: I don't know if it's on television. I believe it's on television. I'm going to look it up, actually,
1: while we're doing this. That's what, that's what I'm doing, history. putting it on my phone so that way I can... Because cause uh, I would actually, you know, genuinely, genuinely CC, wet CC. What is
0: CC? Uh, can, oh, is it Comedy Central?
1: Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. it is Comedy Central. It is Comedy Central, so that's even better. Oh, yeah. Hey, that's fucking awesome. Speaking of Comedy <gasps> Central... It's
0: available on the internet.
1: Yes. Speaking of Comedy Central, do you ever, you ever see The Ben Show? The Ben Show? Yeah. Maybe. Okay. Remember, we, talking, well, about, watched it, remember we talking about the humor. Yeah, you and I, like, we were off air. We were talking about the humor that you and I would like, that yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, that, that we couldn't actually ever repeat in yeah, an office yeah, environment. Yeah, yeah. You know, look, I mean, in a
0: professional establishment.
1: Right. Do me a favor. Don't even, I don't even want to get into it, right? Yeah. Look up The Ben Show. The Ben Show. And The Football Coach. Like, The Ben Show, Football Coach. I hope nobody judges me from this comedy clip, but it is hands down one of the funniest things I've ever... Oh, I'll have to watch it. One of the funniest things I've ever seen in my entire life, and I mean that, like, wholeheartedly. Oh, my God. So it's pretty fucking funny. Oh, my God. I must have... Yeah, yeah. But if people see it and see it and like... Say well, John recommended. like John's fucked up. He's going to hell, or he's with well, this. If that. it's on Comedy Central, any, look, I feel like anybody has the right to. It's well, re- it, it refer wasn't it. on TV. It wasn't on Comedy Central itself. Yeah. It was a Comedy Central web series because it was so racy. But you know, at the end of the day, just and and like you and I were talking about off air yeah. before. Look, I find humor in funny stuff. Yeah, right. I don't like. it Doesn't mean you necessarily. I'm agree not. With it. I'm not. Funny. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I'm not a sexist. I'm not a racist. I'm not this. I'm not that. Like, I'm not. I'm not of these things. Yeah. But I find a lot of humor in stereotypical things. Yeah. Right? Like, like if you make fun of me because I'm Irish and German and call me if a- If you can't make fun me of a it and you can't enjoy pro- it, then, exactly. then you suck as a person. So, I happen... I mean, I think stereotypes exist for a reason. I think they are often very hysterical. Oh, I And agree. so, anyway, if you watch that, I promise you, you will wet your pants. And if you don't, we ain't buds. <laughs> <laughs> we I might... Don't... We'll be cordial. <laughs> But we're not pals. We're not oh, pals. that'll make me so sad. I'm sure I have a feeling that I'm going to die laughing yeah. because I,
0: I, I also would like to have you back on <laughs> once or twice. The uh, <laughs> but I will have to. The I saw one with a uh, Key and Peele the other day, and I don't and I don't want to refer who told me about it because I want them to talk about it when I saw well, it. They, yeah. But uh, I'm going to talk about the show, just not what what I was doing when I saw it. But it was like. <laughs> um you, it was
1: just, like, you just leave too much shit to the imagination right oh, there oh I fuck because I want people <laughs> to come back they gotta come back man right. and right.
0: uh I, I can tell you who it's gonna be it's gonna be my no, my friend okay. Lee okay. she's uh in uh I think she's gonna be doing one in April okay. I wanna say April 14th is the day we agreed on but don't quote me on that okay. um but it was this uh video of Key and Peele and this uh Key gets a I don't even know which one's which because I don't watch yeah. the TV show one of them gets it and the other one's playing the phone operator and uh Guy calls up and he's like, "Hey, um, you uh, you qualify for these uh, these this cruise trip, uh, and we're interested if you want to buy it." And he's like, "No, I don't want to, I don't want to buy it." And like the guy's like, "Okay," and hangs up. And he's like, "What the fuck? You just hung up on me and you didn't even try to sell it to me." So he calls back. He's like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me." He's like, "You can't even hang up." And he just the guy he's
1: hangs hanging up, up and again. Hanging up and hanging up. And, and then all of a sudden out, he wants to buy it. And
0: he's like, he's like. Fuck it, just. Get, and I'm trying not to deal on the mic. He's like, just fuck it, give me five of them right now. Just give me five of them right now. And the guy looks over. And he's like, he's like, wow, these new scripts really work well, don't they? And It's, it's whatever Peel talking to his his coworker. And I was like, That's oh bad. my god, absolutely
1: brilliant. right? And I was
0: like, and it's so true because yeah. I feel like I don't know if I would buy it, but I feel like like you fucking hung up. <laughs> like you were trying to sell you me something. You didn't even
1: pitch me, bro. Yeah. You didn't even pitch me. You 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 didn't try to close me once. You didn't pitch me. Oh god! I hate, see. I hate salespeople. I absolutely I, and I, I am a salesperson. I and hate for twenty years, I sold stuff, but uh-huh. I didn't. But I freaking hate salespeople. And I could see how that would work. That reverse psychology, uh, yep. dude. You didn't even try to close me. Yeah. You didn't even try to. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I want five.
0: Hey.
2: <laughs> I was like, oh uh, my
0: god! This oh is god! Great. This god. is great. Yeah. And it's funny too because I am a salesperson and I can't stand. Most salespeople uh, they drive me nuts.
1: How about car shopping? You ever go car shopping? I don't I trip?
0: refuse. I will only go car shopping and it's kinda of, and it kind of turns into the watch thing whether you're talking about the person that you hate hate watches, but I'm so afraid to go to the dealership. Yeah. Because I know that they're fucking
1: sharks. Yeah. You know, which you, is fine. I don't you wanna care hear a you, fun, so, story? You yeah, wanna yeah, you fun story? Yeah, why not? There's I there's a the place to tell it. I had one I had a car lease coming up. Now uh-huh. I, I trying to remember if i i I think it was my accurate so i had a no i'm sorry i had a i had some truck or whatever i had so my lease is coming due and and you know i said to my wife i'm like look you know on on saturday sunday or whatever i'm like you got to grab the kids for a handful hours like without me because i need to go get a new car Mm -hmm. you know i just my car my lease is coming up i'm gonna be left without anything if i don't go shop for a car she goes well i want to go with you i look at her. oh you know sweetheart you don't want to go with me she goes why i go What do you think of me? And she goes, What do you mean? I go, Do you think of me as a nice guy, as the guy who'd go out and do anything for his friends? And like, What do you think of me? She goes, Yeah, all that stuff. I'm like, I'm a fucking asshole when I shop for cars. You gotta be. And she goes, What do you mean? And she goes, And and she's like, I don't get it. I said, I said, You know what, sweetheart? I can't stand when you walk in and say, This is what I'm looking for, blah, blah, blah. They give you a price and you say, No, that's too high. And you go to walk out and all of a sudden they come back with a price that's like 30% less than that. Yeah. I said, I. And hate that! I hate it, hate it, hate it. Yeah, I said I turn into a raging asshole when I car shop. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, now I have to go." <laughs> she
2: <laughs> just like, invited her. Yeah, along. she's like, "Now I."
1: She goes, "I don't believe you." Right. So, long story short, we got somebody, one of the grandparents, come hang out with the kids, and I, you know, I said, "Look, I have no idea what kind of car I want." And she's like, "Well, you yeah. should think about getting something nice and treat yourself and something I'm like, "You know what?" At the time, I was driving. Is this recent or no? No, nah, it's about. Four or five years ago, okay. four years ago, five years ago, and she's like, "You should get yourself something nice." She's like, "You deserve it." But I'm like, "I really don't care if I'm not driving a Porsche 911 or a, yeah. you know, or a 1968 Shelby Mustang. Yeah. Like, I don't really care about cars. To me, it's like it's transportation. Yeah, you know. So I was looking for something at, the, at that point. I was driving like 50, 60 miles a day. So I was like, "I want something that's good on gas. It's got leather inside, whatever." So. I had no idea what I want. So I'm like, let's, I'm going to cruise all the regular car spots on the island where yeah. there's 10 dealerships. And so I stopped at, at one dealership and I walk in and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm walking around and somebody can I help you. I said, look, I, I'm looking for maybe this model. And I pointed at a car. Um, I don't know if it's fucking Mazda or whatever it was. Yeah. And I said, look, I want leather. I want a sunroof. I said, I want, you know, satellite radio. I want Bluetooth. I said, but I don't, I don't need all the other crap. I don't need navigation. I drive to work and home, right? This is what I need. I'm taking three grand out of my pocket for a down payment and taxes, delivery, all that shit, and I want to know your best payment, and they're like, all right. I said, three years, whatever miles, whatever, 15,000 miles, so I said, listen to me. Before you go and do all this shit, I said, "Don't, don't go. Get me a number. Come back. When I go to leave, you go and get your manager. And your manager comes back with a number that's 30% less than what you offered me. Yeah. I said, come back to me with your best price. I said, I'll walk out of the place with a car today.
2: Oh. Uh-huh. All right.
1: They go. They do the thing. They make you stand around for 20 minutes. Blah, 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 blah. How's your credit rate? From? Whatever. Come back. Well, if you take a 3000 out of pocket and this and that and the other, and your price is four eighty nine a, m- a month. I'm like, look, this is a fucking Mazda. I'm like, for $500 a month, I'll go get a BMW. Yeah. I said, I appreciate it, though. Have a great day. Uh-huh. And then the manager chases me. Uh-huh. Right? I, we're walking out the place. My wife. And she goes, you were kind of a jerk. I'm like, I said, look, this is the Just game. Honest, I said, "They this is the game every time. I said, watch. The manager's going to follow us out of this fucking place. Yeah. So as we're walking out of the place, I, sure as shit. The guy, sir, sir, sir. And I turn around. And it's it's the manager, uh-huh. right, coming after me. And I go, hold on a second. I said, get the guy that was that was working with me. And, and he's like, what do you mean? I said, get the fucking salesman that was working with me and yeah. come with me, like have him come with you to talk to me. Uh-huh. So he's like, you know, Steve or Billy Bob, whatever the yeah, other whatever guy's name was. Yeah. Is. He's like, come on out. So they go outside. We're right in front of my car. And I said, what's up? And the guy goes, oh, well, we re really ran some numbers. We figured some stuff out. There's another incentive here. He goes, instead of being 489 a month, it's 329
0: Jesus Christ.
1: That's a huge jump. And, 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 I look at the fucking guy that started with me. I go, you fucking asshole. You just lost the sale today. And the manager's like, what do you mean? I said, I told him. Don't play any fucking games. Don't come back to me with a different number. Don't do this. Don't." I said, come back to me with the best number. So we got in the car. And I literally I said, take care. And then we got in the car and we took off. And my wife's like, is every dealership going to be that way? I go, every fucking one.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I kid you not. We, we went to about seven, eight dealerships because I won't play that game. Yeah. The, first, I, the first dealership I went to... That gave me a, a honest to goodness number. didn't chase me out the door. It was accurate. And I actually had to walk... I got to my car. I actually pulled out of the spot. And I pulled back into the spot. And I walked back in and go, that was really the best number? The guy goes, it's the best I could do. And I actually called a dude that I know who That's actually... That's smart. I actually called a dude that I know. I... I, at, who works at a different Acura, uh-huh. you know, and I said to him, I said, look, I'm standing here. I, I plan, I didn't plan on looking at Acuras. Mm-hmm. I said, but this is the number he gave me. The guy goes, it's a great number. I go, well, do you want the shelters or see? He goes, is the guy's name Rick? I said, yeah. He goes, that's my son.
2: No! <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. So,
1: long story short, I mean, long story longer, you just turn to a fucking prick with salespeople. I mean, uh, you just, you know. Nickel and diamond uh, is the look, fucking worst. The if, worst. If I'm shopping for anything, I know what I want. Yeah. If I'm buying clothes, I'm buying stereo equipment. If, I, if there's anything in the world I'm buying, I know what I want. Yeah. Right. I don't need you to push me on it, sell me on it, close me on this. And I, I need you to give me the honest, goodness answers. You know, mm-hmm. we got a pool last summer, last spring. We yeah. bought, we bought a pool. It was thirty percent more than every other pool company out there. Yeah. But the dude was fantastic. He gave me recommendations. He didn't close me on. it. He didn't try to upsell me on shit. Yeah. You know what? I trusted the guy because he wasn't trying to sell me. Every other pool company is trying to sell you shit.
0: Yeah, it's it's so sad how pe- and and I always relate my my more successful fortune of being a, I would consider a quality salesman right. because I'm not the kind of guy that's going to chase you down over a couple dollars. Nope. look, this is my price. This yep. is what I can give it to you for. I have a great bunch of guys and and this takes place in nerds a great bunch of guys that are willing to help you all the time yep we go above and beyond for you guys i'm gonna give you a fair price and I'm, i'll always be here for you i'm not gonna screw you you get my personal cell phone number and yep. if anything happens you give me a buzz and i'll take care of it immediately yep i don't care what hour of the day it is i yep. mean if you're working at midnight come on come in a little slack here right but other than that i'm here for yeah, you but if he
1: if he texts you at three o'clock in the morning when you wake up in the morning you read the text and you know what i'll respond yeah hey, i'll take care of that as soon as possible i'll do this that, yep. the other right yep it's being so, there. It's just being there.
0: Yep. It's just. Uh, it's crazy. And then uh, you hear about you hear about all the other stuff from regardless of what what field it is or industry it yeah. is. And it's, every it's like, oh, you know, I fucking, I got screwed on this. I got screwed on this. And I'm a big fan of like reviews now. And Uh-oh. yeah, and I, absolutely. I, re- I try to review the place. I I review everything. I mean, you know, you know, it's funny. At every, least Google
1: it. Everybody will review if they had a shitty experience. But nobody so you reviews. Need, like that's one thing I always try to do when we go somewhere. If we go to a restaurant, or we go. Wherever the hell we go, to a store, anywhere in the world, if somebody's fantastic... I read a report. I said to my wife, I'm like, you have to remind me to get on Yelp. Yeah. You have to. Because that person went above and beyond and out of their way and so on and so forth. If that person did things wrong... You get ten people write about it. Yep. How many people are gonna write about it if they did if, something if right? If people have one bad experience, they tell eleven people. If they have a good experience, they tell three on average. Right.
0: That was a, a statistic
1: that came right. out. So, I don't know how, so it's, how true it's, it is now, pretty, but that was true about four years ago. It's pretty shitty. I mean and you know what that reminds me? Because when I was in Detroit last week, we I, we ate breakfast at this spot and this girl was phenomenal. And I'm gonna I'm definitely going to go home and write a review. Yeah. because I, I, I forgot world? I wanted to and I forgot.
0: Yeah. I went to George Martin's strip steak in um Great River the other day. How'd you like it? I think it's pretty good. Okay, it was the second time I went. I went for Valentine's Day, right? And um, I feel like they could have done a little more for whatever the hundred thirty five dollars I spent for two people for dinner. But what was the beer? What would you drink? Uh, it was one hundred thirty five dollars. You got um, I think six or eight ounces of filet mignon, a lobster tail, and shrimp scampi. You got um, mashed potatoes and burnt broccoli on the side. <laughs> Burnt broccoli? Yeah, I don't know. I don't <laughs> think burnt broccoli is that delicious, but that was... Is that it was, is actually a thing? Yeah, apparently you just roast the broccoli in the oven, okay. and that's like a... But what, no, we
1: did, what did you drink?
0: I just We just had wine. That's, okay. It came with the deal.
1: Because my wife and I went there, uh, oh, shit. Last well, I think it was year?
0: called cutthroat wine.
1: I'd have to double check. I don't know if it was last summer or the summer before for our anniversary, we went to dinner there. I'd never heard of the place. And, you know, we always go to the same place every, like it's very rare she and I just get out the two of us and yeah. when we do it's like we go to the same place uh-huh. if we're going to a nice restaurant we'll go to the same one every time yeah. and I said you know what sweetheart for years we always go to the same restaurant like every month or two or whatever we go to the nice same restaurant I'm like let's look for something different so I did this whole the whole Yelp thing in the yeah, center, yeah. and that place came up I never knew it existed yeah, it's a nice, it's a good little spot. Well, the, the the thing is, it said it said outdoor seating. So when we got there, I'm there wasn't be rude by That's I'm okay. To
0: find the bottle of wine.
1: No, that's okay. So when we got there, there was no outdoor seating. When they said there was outdoor seating, maybe it was the deck was closed or whatever it was.
0: Fuck, she has the picture. I don't. That's all right.
1: <laughs> but the other thing is, is we sat down, and I don't drink wine. I don't drink liquor, right? I drink beer. That's yeah. all I drink. I said, uh, you know, what do you have for an IPN on tap? She goes, we don't have taps. I'm like, what? She goes, oh, we have one tap. I'm like, okay, what do you have for do you have a beer menu? Yeah. She goes, We have Bud Light and Bud. It's a it's a yeah, it's a wine place. And I'm I'm thinking to myself, Really? That's all you have? I said, So what do you what's on the tap? And they're like, Oh, I'm not really sure, she says. That's crazy. Right? So I walk up to the bar, i I'm like, you know what? I'll go look. Yeah. She was getting the waters and the bread and whatever the fuck she was getting. So I walk up to the bar and I'm like, what's on tap? The bartender didn't know.
0: Oh, you fucked so, up there so
1: the first thing I'm thinking is when was the last time these taps looked clean yeah yep so he goes ah oh, I'll pour you one tell me if you like it and I'm like what is it I'm not really sure uh-huh. <laughs> so he pours a little thing of it I swear to Christ I put it up to my nose I was like I almost threw up I'm uh, like yeah skunked beer it, whatever it was yeah. it was horrible so I'm like alright I'm like do you guys have a Corona a Corona light I'm like trying to think of something different than Bud but like only, yeah. you know it's summertime and
0: yeah you're trying to yeah, and, summery and beer. that was
1: it and I'm like alright I'll have a Bud Light and the guy goes to grab one. He goes, "Oh, we're out." I'm like, "You got to be joking me!"
0: Oh my god! And
1: this is like supposed to be a halfway decent steakhouse, yeah. you know? <laughs> you know, so I was just like, I I went and sat down with my wife, and you know, I just looked at, her, I was just shaking my head, and she goes, "You want to leave?" I'm like, "I just don't have the balls to leave right now." We're sitting here, we got the bread on the table, she got her glass of wine, <laughs> and I'm like, "I just don't have the balls to walk out." And I, you know, the food, <laughs> was, the food was good. Art. It was good, you know. The, but, uh... Yeah, we went? Was, You know what it was too? It was summertime. It was it was eight o'clock, seven thirty at night. You know, it should be bright. It should be summer. Yeah, and it was very dark. The yeah. you know, it's got the lower ceilings. You, you've it's been a, in there. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a just, great
0: like, like almost homey like homey place. It's
1: almost like an old Italian restaurant. I felt yes. like where where yep. you. It's very intimate and very quiet and very. Yep. Meanwhile, it's like you know. Yeah. We went for the outdoor seating and and for the beer. Yeah. They didn't yeah. buy no, show. I hear you. But uh, yeah, it's, it's
0: oh, I had. I had I, the girl i had she went above and beyond she knew everything on the menu good. um good. the food was great the good. wine was the wine was superb yeah. um i wanted red she wanted white i was like we'll just get the white because she doesn't sure. she won't drink red at all i'll drink both right um but other than that i mean whatever it was a home i mean for 135 dollars for the i think i got a lobster bisque to start off with it was a good deal good. I, mean, it, I mean it was it was a good time it was yeah it was just it was a very nice place. To, The service was fantastic. The people in there, they're not like rambunctious douchebags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's not
1: pretentious like tellers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're not
0: like, oh, oh, where are you going? It's like, oh, I went to George Martin. Prime or whatever, yeah. yeah. It's so and and it's nice and it's very quiet in the area. You don't have to worry about Great River's great. Yeah. Fantastic. On the road. You're not oh you're not at this place where it's like holy shit. Like everything's like I would say reasonably priced for. A if, it was, if it was if it
1: wasn't Sable or Bayport or Blue Point, I mean Great River's the spot on the. You know, in my opinion, that place is fantastic. So because it's secluded, it's one way in, one way out. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And it's it's you're going in there either to play golf, to go to the restaurant, or you live there. Yeah. Yep. You right.
0: And I mean, there's not that much traffic. It was. Right. I, just, I just I loved it. I thought yeah. it was great. She loved it. Yeah. And good. it was a home run. But run. that's so funny that that happened to you.
1: Yeah, I was just like you know because we were going to go to the Fat Fish in uh, Bay Bayshore. I hear such good things. Oh fucking. That place is phenomenal. I mean, <laughs> that place is... I mean, you know what it is for summer. You you sit on the outside deck. You have a view of the bridges. Yep. The sun's setting. you got an outdoor bar that's got, you know, 20 taps or whatever the yeah, hell they yeah, have. Yeah. The food's great. You know, that's, that's a cool place. That's so the only funny. problem I have with that is so far from Sable that... You it's know. a hike. It's well, yeah. Not, you drink if you drink two or three beers, you got to stop. It's like, yeah, it's like you know, all right, and and which is fine. I mean, you, you should stop anyway, even if you're local. But yeah. you know, you you understand what I'm saying? Like, you don't you don't go out to dinner and if you're driving and want to have a beer too, and yeah, you gotta drive be careful. Drive yeah, I went to baseball the other night
0: and I was like, all right, I had like one beer there. Uber or no? Two. Be- I had two beers, but over the course of about an hour and a half. Yeah, and I was like. This uh, like I was at TJ Finley's and it's a great spot and yeah. I was like this is like a really cool place I'm like too bad I can never get fucked up here because it's gonna cost me fifty or hundred I don't know what it's gonna cost me but pro- I would imagine probably about fifty bucks to get home yeah with an Uber and now every- so now if I go out and get shit faced now I gotta right pay the tab then i gotta pay uber yeah and then
1: leave your car and then figure out how to get exactly and then there's there's another thing though there's another thing called uh midnight chauffeur have you heard of that yes that play that's that's supposed to be expensive is it yeah (laughs) we 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 went to uh painters a week or two ago uh my wife's birthday was a couple weeks ago so we had a bunch of people meet us at painters in blue point Mm -hmm. not blue point uh belport and uh but we we had made plans i said look you know there was two or three couples yeah. that, that were heading our general direction on the way home. Oh, perfect. So I drove my car with yeah. a couple of people, whatever it may be. And at the end of the night, we took Uber home. And then my wife just took me back there in the morning nice. to, to grab my car. So, nice. you know, that's easy shit. When when you have like Uber, I mean, it's the same as a taxi. So it's not like the world has changed. Yeah. But it's a lot easier just open up your phone, hit that blah, that, blah, of blah, blah. Oh, let me try to get somebody when you him, explain to where,
0: him, where, him, where, explain to the person where I am. In the loud in the loud music. Right. Where you could just do it at the table, nobody even knows about it not, when it's
1: done. Not to mention, I mean, I think a, a navigator or something came pick us up, like a beautiful truck. Yeah. That was clean. It was like a limo almost. Yeah, yeah, whereas yeah. a taxi cab would have had, you know, no springs in the seat and yeah. you know. So it's... it was it was it was it was actually my first experience with Uber, which is Ooh. embarrassing to say. Hey, because man, everybody whatever. in the world's been using that shit forever and I, haven't just, been around that long. I just don't I don't go out anywhere. I don't know. Yeah. You
0: know? All right, man. I think uh so I think we wrapped it up on a it's good a long note. night, right? What time? We're how long? How long we go tonight? We uh, this is uh one hour and fifty nine minutes and fifty eight seconds. Two hours. All right, now. so
1: so we're hitting that that break point where people are going to get disinterested. or already did two hours. I ago. don't
0: know. I also have <laughs> somewhere to be, but I was like, oh, <laughs> I'll be late. All right, the, uh,
1: all right, man. So
0: how do people find you? Tell them about where they can find your Instagram, uh, well, or you know, whatever you want to show.
1: I told you it's like that social stuff. I'm not. I'm not all gotta, that hip. App. I'm not all company. that hip out, but it's everything's at John J O H N M k-e-i-l john m keel uh instagram and twitter are that way uh linkedin just look for john keel and you'll find me that's i mean that's the that's the social i know because it's business and that's what i'm into yeah. and uh and uh look i'm not hard to find man if you google my name you'll find me and uh good shit you know, i'm there bro
0: awesome awesome all right everybody thanks for listening and, and um
1: we uh we got some good podcasts coming up.
0: I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh over the next week or so, um I'm gonna have some some pretty ridiculous people on here of all fields of interest. That's good it. man. All right, man. See you guys later. Peace out, motherfuckers. Thanks Still for having time. me, guys.